Every now and then, I think you might like to hear something from us. Nice and easy. But there's just one thing, you see. We never, ever do nothing nice and easy. We always do it nice and rough. And we're going to take the beginning of this song and do it easy. But then we're going to do the finish rough. The way we do Proud Mary. to the story now. Left a good job Down in the city. Get a mic! Working for the man every night and day. And I never lost one minute of sleep. And I was worrying about the way that things might have been. Big wheel, keep on turning. Ooh, the proud Mary keep on burning. Oh! 
really love. <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Did you know it takes approximately 17 muscles to smile and 43 muscles to frown? That means being an asshole is a better workout. Damn right it is. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show, and I, I'm looking over the good mornings here real quick, and, and I did not know this, but over the weekend, we had a birthday here on the show. We had uh, Mage. It was it was Mage's birthday. I mean, come on now. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? Right, not the first one here. I'll get to all that here in a second. Domo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? So the, the, the happy birthday to Mage. I mean, we got to do it, right? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mage. Happy birthday now, to now, you. Mage. Now, because Mage is a very special, uh, special friend who got me a hat from Japan. Mage, got something special for you. No, not the president. There you go, mage. That was, uh, by the way, for all you people that aren't mage. Um, that was happy birthday in Japanese. So, uh, Konnichiwa. He says, good morning, ass and AIG, so I need some advice. My birthday was yesterday, so happy belated birthday. And my amazing wife got me tickets to the Notre Dame versus Wake Forest game. Okay, so you're going to see a win, unlike this last weekend, which, by the way, I did predict. Uh, sorry. Uh, we will be in Chicago for a day. Where should I go and eat, sir? Because I know you know the spots. Thank you, uh, sir, AIG for life. Okay, well. Look, you could do the, the, the touristy thing and get yourself a, a Lou, uh, Lou Moretti's. Is that what it's called? Their deep dish pizza, which is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to go on the advice that my father gave me because he didn't steer me wrong. It's a place on the Miracle Mile. It's called Weber Grill. Everything is cooked on Weber Grills there. And it was the most, I've never had a steak there. I've never had anything except the burger because that's what was taught. I was told, get a burger there. By the way, greatest hamburger of my life. Even the ones that I make. The, the Weber Grill, I, I highly recommend the Weber Grill. So, so there you go. There you go. So now we can start the show. And, and just really quick. So what do you guys want to talk about? Oh, you know, if you would have asked me about a month ago, what are two things you don't think will happen in your lifetime, Arnie? And I will tell you one. 
I never thought the Texas Rangers would win the World Series in my life. I, I never thought it would happen. And by the way, I'm going to update you on the parade and everything that happened on Friday while I wasn't here. We'll get to that. We'll talk about how spectacular this weekend was, except for the Dallas Cowboys, who ruined what could be the greatest weekend of my life. Dak Prescott, you suck. Throwing it short. What in the hell is wrong with you? But once again, I ask... So, what do you guys want to talk about? The other thing that I thought would never happen in my lifetime is that a certain scab would never, ever, ever get a ticket, let alone the granddaddy of them all in Northern California. And lo and behold, wouldn't you know? Somebody got DUI. After getting the smack laid down on him, uh, I will go into it. I will go into quite the detail. Let me say good morning to everyone. First one here today is Derek. Becca! Becca! Says good morning on this rainy Monday-ass family. Boo Monday. Becca! Yes, boo Monday. Cowboys girl! We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Says good morning, ass fam. So the Cowboys lost a big NFC matchup. Not mad about it. I thought they played pretty damn good, except Dak. There were key mistakes, all Daks. Especially at the end of the game, when they could have sealed the deal with a winning touchdown. But Dak failed. Cowboys are still a contender and can beat the Eagles. Mm, they haven't proved that yet. But we have more important matters to discuss this morning. Yes, yes, in- indeed, we do have very important things to discuss. My man, Colin, and my main man, Jameson. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. This morning, everybody. Well, good morning to you, Jameson. I hope you have a good day, my friend. And you too, Colin. Of course. Of course you too. Uh, College Station. The stars at night are big and bright. It's a good sobering Monday ass, pun intended. (laughs) Good Darren says, good morning, ass. Oh, good Darren. Sorry. Hold on a second here. Please be a fart. I can't play everybody's everything today because we have a lot to get to. So you got that. Uh, Says, happy Monday, Dr. St. States. Uh, Have a weekend full updates. Let's get after it. Can't wait. Uh, Hockey player in the house. Says, happy Monday, ass. I guess the wine rack is in jail over the weekend. Yeah, I, I guess so. Maybe the wine rack did have something to do with it. Panda! Oh, I love trash. This morning, ass family, let's keep it short this morning. We all need to make room as the karma train is pulling into the station and Conductor Arnie needs some space. You're damn right he does. He needs a lot of space. Chuck! I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? He really are. He says, good morning, ass family. Looking forward to the show. I know it will be great. Toot, toot, Conductor Arnie. Yes, indeed. There she is. The one, the only, the amazing bratty kid is in the house. Oh, my lucky star. You're the reason God created the middle finger. Yeah, I I, I can live with that. I, I can definitely live with that. I hope you have a good day today. House of Pain, this is Good Morning Ass Family. What a weekend of emotions. Ducks put up another 60-point game. Cowboys invent new ways to blow games. Then there was Saturday. 
possibly the most fun I've ever had on Reddit. Constant refreshes. Thank you to everyone in that community. You are the best. Yes, I'm not a part of the Reddit community, but I did spend some time there this weekend. Oh, and it was uh, it was glorious. Uh, Battleborn. If you don't chew Big Red, then f- you. Says, good morning, ass family. Monday suck, but not today. This ought to be an interesting show for, for certain. Fuck, cunt, scab. Yes, yes, we will get to it here in just a second. Hangtown Mike. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm super fly TNT. I'm the guns of the Navarone. Good morning to you, my friend. Hey, cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Damn right. Yep. Uh, gold. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. This is good. Monday morning, ass family. We would like to say you stay on this channel now here. <laughs> See, I, I'm taking my time because I know there's a lot of new people that are probably tuning in right now. So we'll get to I promise you. I promise. This this one's called showbiz, okay? Uh, Sawyer's dad is in the, the house. Says, good morning, Arnie. What a glorious weekend for you. Great Tina music this morning. Thank you. Truman Show's. Let's fucking go, ass family. Fuck that floppy scab. Woo! Indeed. Yeah, that deserves a good Ric Flair woo right there. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Scott. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. <laughs> good morning, Arnie and ass family. I listened to the opening of another show, and apparently the cackling female broke her shoulder in the shower last week, no doubt due to morbid obesity. <laughs> It was either that or fighting another rhino. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I believe they're going to be making their big statement here in about 50 minutes, and i got to talk before that. Uh, Brad Kidd says, might have to re-download the app or try to go through his website. Uh, Cameron, Cameron in the house saying happy Monday morning as family. Mr. J, Mr. J. Mr. J, that is his name, and all wild DJs he will tame. Says, good morning, ass family. My vacation is over, but that's not important. Today is going to be great. So in the words of the Black Eyed Peas, let's get it started. Oh, we are going to get it started. Ralphie! Like a pink nightmare. Says, good morning, ass family. What a fun Reddit weekend. Like a pink nightmare. Hope you all have an amazing kickoff to your week. So happy to be a part of this family. We are happy to have you here. Donald? Day is never finished. Master got me working. Someday Master set me free. Donald says, good morning, Arnie and Ass. Such an eventful weekend. Oh, yeah, good morning to you, new ass maggots. No, no, anybody who comes over is no longer that. They're an ass family member. Uh, Ogre! Says, buenos dias, familia. I'm forming a scabs from GoFundMe. <laughs> the T-shirt is a bunch of bottles holding up a jackass. That's pretty good. Uh, swoosh in the house. Says, morning, ass family. Roll back the economy four years ago like we did the clocks this last weekend. Safety guy in the house. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Says, happy Monday to all of us who didn't get beat up by our spouse or arrested for DUI. Oh, how the pompous have fallen. Yes, indeed. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Tasman says, holy shit, what a weekend. Juicy shit today, ass family. I don't think I've been so excited for a Monday ever. No, I, I know I haven't. Arise. And I'm wearing my shirt. Niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. 
She does. Arise, good morning to you. Great shirt idea, Ogre. I'm sure 45 Printing could accomplish that. Oh, absolutely. I know they could. They, they're very busy right now. I've already sent a picture over that I'd like to see. Uh, but, but we'll see. Uh, Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thanks, God Almighty. We are free at last. Says, hey now, shitbird. Well, good morning. Straight fire. Well, the frickin' duh. Uh, can't wait for the start of the show. People are saying um, good, happy birthday to Mage. Zach just texted, so I figured you were going to start with what's going on on the Gaza Strip. We do have updates. I promise you that. Uh, Sawyer's dad says, great music for Monday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Warbird! You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Double wrestling today, Warbird. He says, good morning. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, Gigi Grandpa says, good morning. Stink fist in the house for sure. Says, good morning, ass. What a fun weekend discovering new stories. Can we take a second to thank V. Coop for his stellar investigative journalism and bringing up this juicy story? He's like Anderson Cooper minus the fruitiness. Oh, he and, and by the way, that is who broke it to me. We'll we'll talk all about it here. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to do today's show. You guys don't even realize. Gibby! Holy Jesus. A jelly donut! Good morning, ass family. I'm excited for today's show. Fuck that guy. Whitewashed in the hizzy. <laughs> it's the top of the morning, ass family, and AIG Christine. Today would be a good day to let Victor stay home a little late so he can listen and learn some things. Uh, Carrie Bell says, morning from Waco. Good morning. I know that you are a Longhorn fan, so good morning to you. Uh, Jim. Oh, wait, wait, wait where, where's Jim? Uh, Nobody fucks with the Jesus. This is what's good, ass family. Just want to know who called the 50 uh, popo on Mrs. C. Scam Williams. Oh, let's see. Everybody's wishing Mage a happy birthday. Uh, her hubby, uh, Mage, uh, let's see, uh, my birthday's on Wednesday. All right, Chaz, man, I'll have to remember that. Uh, Cowboy Ryan. Oh, Cowboy Ryan in the house. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah, we can't play that today because they fucking shit the bed. They fucked up my weekend. Bastards. Damn bastards. Good Lord Almighty. Uh, Harrison. Hey, he had a birthday over the weekend, too. Harrison, buenos dias to you, my friend. Uh, Jesse Jamie is all up in the house. Says happy birthday, mage. Uh, Triple T. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Uh, Ed Devabax, or however you spell it. Uh, November 5th is a great day to have a birthday. Derek says, happy birthday, Mage. Scorpios unite. Uh, Hangtown. Oh, wow. Look at that. Hangtown Jin's in the house. You know I don't speak Spanish. Been so fucking hard to log in lately. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Just go through my website. Uh, I have a mini web and big web. Uh, he's got, uh, Kale says. Uh, I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. He got some comeuppance. 
Uh, my wife would go Navy SEAL up on my ass. V Coop is in the house. I know V Coop's very busy today. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just good morning. I'm sneaking a listen while in a meeting. Uh, until this year, I was confident about the Rangers sort. I rooted for the Cowboys yesterday. Oh, damn it. Scab's been deflecting all morning. His issues are the cow's fault or Brandon's fault. XXG Force, good morning to you. I have wine and dine with kings and queens. And I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. Alicia! Jimmy, don't that work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and people on here. Uh, Stackar says, good morning. I can officially say I'm safe from the wine rack, Williams. Uh, couldn't find their page, but find people talking about it. Drop this show's website, everybody I could. Thank you. Holy shit. There's so many people here today. Welcome to the family. Amen. Uh, let's see. I just noticed that, uh, Dave Co. Dave Co. in the house. Dave Co. I got to come up with some walk-up music for you. I will have some, uh, you know what? You know what? Just for you, Dave Co. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh let's see. Uh, Dave Co. As I mentioned near the close of the last record. No, come on. Don't you like the toots? Oh, wait. No, this is the one. There it is. There's the Dave Co. music. I'm at the edge of my seat. There you go, Dave Coe. You get that. Fred! Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Damn Rice is good morning, y'all. Uh, need something that won't sit on Rad today. How was your weekend? Uh, there's my man. There's my main man. It's t-shirt time? Oh, yeah. What kind of t-shirt time? T-shirt time? It is 12 10. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. Uh, that is my man, Mage Rhino, and he is uh, he and Jesse Jamie are two of the best people that I know. They run 4T5printing.com. He says, good morning, ass family. Bears suck. Love the mugshot, Big A. Happy birthday, Mage. Remember, kids, 4T5 Printing loves you. 4T5Printing.com. Oh, I know I've got a whole bunch of T-shirts on the way. No rush. No rush. Maybe even a hat. Jesse Jamie. Second Amendment hat. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. Cowboys lost his great lesson to my dumbass shit-talking trader boy. Yeah. Hey, Aaron says, morning, ass family. Can't wait to hear what happened. Victor knows about Scab and is happy you get your long overdue revenge. Oh, it's going to be delicious. Uh, Arnie apparently filed for divorce, too, according to the Reddit group. Yeah, they, they've done that a couple times. I'll get to all of it. Uh, I did make sure his main sponsor got sure, but got no comment from them. Love the tubes. See, I know that. Listener count climbing. It's our responsibility to ask family members to spread the word. I thought you'd go with Cheech and Chong's Dave's not here. No, 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 no. No, you get the tubes. I don't know uh, drink, but maybe Tom Blue Sponsors needs a new show. You should prank the call of the show. Well, uh, all right. I have wasted enough time. 
I've said good mornings to all, and good morning to all the new people that are listening that haven't been a part of this, that didn't know I had my own show. I've had my own show now for five years. Now, I'm not going to get into the grisly details of why I'm not a part of that show anymore. I'm saving that up for a special show that I'm going to do live in person. Yes, and I'm going to get paid for it. Sorry, I do run a business. But, so, I'm sitting at my house on Saturday, and um, it's a very interesting day Saturday. Uh, I was told that um, the donor, and you, you old-ass family members will know who the donor is, he was coming over to see little Roscoe for the first time in like three months. <clears throat> And that visit was going on while my Longhorn game was on, which I didn't care for very much. But that is when I got the text message from B. Coop. B. Coop, who is just a godsend. And, of course, I looked it up. I had to make sure. Not that I don't trust him, but I, I, I'm old school to where I need two sources uh, for journalistic reasons. I was taught that, you know, when I, when I was a journalism major for about three weeks. <laughs> and uh, I got the story. So the alleged story that's out there is that there was an alleged um, domestic violence call that happened that ended in arrest and felony charges. Now, I know that there's a certain bingo board that is out on the Reddit world. I'd like to put a new uh, bingo out there. Ways to be Arnie. Now, if you have these, then you can call out bingo. Gotten fat. Gone bald. Right, they're, they're, that's two for two right there. Um, raging alcoholic, three for three. We've almost got a bingo. Number four gets beaten up by his wife. Number five gets a DUI. Now, there's only a couple more that are missing until he completely transitions into Arnie. And I don't wish this upon him because I want to be the one that that takes him to the final place. Uh, Suicide attempt and nut house stay. That's the only thing he's missing. Now, (laughs) damn it, I have no bingo. I had Captain Hillbilly tattoo. You got him pegged. He got fired and radio. Well, that could happen. That could we could put that on the bingo board. Sadly, your DUI story is much better. Well, let 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 let's go through this. <clears throat> First of all, if you're going to tune into him in another thirty-five minutes, let me tell you what's going to happen. He is going to be the victim. He is going to be the victim. He is going to play the victim here. Now, is he a victim of domestic violence, allegedly? Sure. Now, 
let's clear something up real fast. I just want to clear this up just real fast because this this is an ego thing for me. When Satana punched me in the face, I don't like telling this story because it does hurt my ego. And if you know me, you know my ego is pretty, pretty, but it's a big deal to me. Now, at that time, I was six foot two, still six two. Um, six two, I was about probably about 280 at the time. I've gained some weight since then. About 6'2", 280, and I'm taking on a woman that's 5'4", 120 pounds. Okay? Now, I, 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 I refrain from doing anything. I'm just going to tell you this right now. Bradster, good morning to you. Haven't seen you on here in a while. Uh, if I could have, I, 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 I could have I turned the lights out on that real quick. But I didn't because I was raised the right way not to hit a woman unless my life was dependent upon it. Um, Scab doesn't have that, that uh, option. And, and, and let, let me tell you, we long, long time ago, way, way back in the day, way. He and I, when, when I first started, we decided to have this punch each other in the chess contest. I don't know why he wanted to do it, but he wanted to do it. And I said, okay, you go first. Now, we were drinking at the time because I used to drink. And he hit me in the chest. And I looked at him. I said, is that all you got, sweetheart? He goes, well, that was a pretty good one. I go, for a lady. And then I, I, I went about three quarters. And I hit him. And he fell back. And he goes, you just stopped my heart. <clears throat> okay? I don't like fighting. I've been in a number of fights. I've never, I've not won all my fights. I have lost fights. <clears throat> but when he comes on today and says, well, I had a show restraint, you didn't fight back because you know you get your ass whooped. Okay? That's why. Don't, don't give me this gentlemanly shit. So, so <clears throat> the alleged story is that the wine rack got back at him. Oh, because I full on. I, look, look. Do I think the truth is going to come out about the wine rack today? Probably not. I don't, I don't think you're going to get a lot of true stories except that fatty broke her shoulder. Scab was channel, <laughs> channeling his Joe Murphy and she beat his ass. Oh, if he said the Joe Murphy word. It's a lot of stress to run a successful radio show for the past 24 years, especially when you don't have any talent on there. Uh, Alicia says, I have zero problem with a man hitting a woman. She's being violent toward him. If you're going to act like a man, be prepared to deal with the consequences. Uh, Arnie, I think you're giving him too much credit. I doubt he even mentioned the DV charge. Oh, I... I, I <sighs> Broke her shoulder moving to the new enclosure at the farm. Apparently, she's a 14-time champion in that marriage. If Scab only had an ice maker to protect him. Yeah, I mean, that that's the one thing. I mean, we, we have all learned that, that ice makers will protect you. They'll, they'll protect you from gunshots and other stuff. So, I went on all the red threats. 
And I saw the stories, and I saw the previous <clears throat> arrest in 2019 on domestic charges. Uh, I saw all that. And it's still not an excuse. Look, as someone who got a DUI way back in the day, and I can tell you this for a fact, I know other people that I worked with at that time, I'm not going to name any names, did the exact same things that I did. We used to talk about it. We used to talk about people that I worked with in that building. We would check our cars on Saturday and Sunday mornings to make sure that we got home all right. Now, I, I, we were awful for it, absolutely, and I learned my lesson. I haven't had a drink since April the 6th, 1997, okay? I cleaned up my act because back in 1997, a DUI probably wasn't going to get you fired. 2023? Different story. Now, here's another thing. I saw that on the booking sheet, blew a point eight <clears throat> at 8 o'clock at night. Now, that tells me a lot of things. <laughs> First of all, man up, get a point one six like some of us did. Let's go ahead and double that legal limit. Back but when I got mine, it was point one zero, not point oh eight. So he blew a point. I don't think it's going to stick. I, I I think he's going to get it thrown out. They're, they're going to do something. He, he's not going to get charged with it. I already know this. As far as he and his wife go, I don't know what's going to happen to them, and I don't care. What I want to address are the assholes out there. I want to address the assholes who don't know the whole story. I kept reading, and reading, and reading, and I saw that I, Arnie, I, Arnie, should take the high road. Arnie, you need to take the high road on this. And even back when the wine rack happened, people wrote, oh, they're disappointed in me for laughing at this and having fun with this. Well, let me just be the first one to tell you on the behalf of myself to go and fuck yourself. Take the high road? Uh-uh. First of all, who in the hell do you think I am? You listened to me back then. Was I a person that took the high road back then? I have never taken the high road. I talked to my dad last night in heaven after I talked to my maker before I went to bed and slept comfortably on my pillow knowing the rant that I was going on today. And I thanked my maker for making me the way that I am. Because some of us don't take the high road. I wish I was built that way. I truly, truly do. Ogre says high road, two words, photo booth. Well, let's get into that, shall we? High road. I'm no longer a part of a certain show. And then I'm described as a photo booth at a Chuck E. Cheese. High road. <clears throat> 
I didn't say anything. High road. I was prepping while working with dog shit and jerk off. That's right. I had to fucking work with two of my enemies. But I did it because I needed a job and I loved what I did. And I loved my listeners. So I went to the afternoon show. And as I'm prepping, meaning writing their parts on the show, I come across a Facebook post. A Facebook post from the Nevada Broadcasters Association. And a congratulations to a certain two people that were put into the Broadcasting Hall of Fame when I know all three of us were nominated. I didn't get in that year. I had to go in by myself the next year. High road. Didn't say anything. When my father, the greatest man I ever knew, a man who I still cry about today, died. Someone who went on trips with those people. Someone who, 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 who gave their time to those people. And all I got was a card that had stamped signatures in there and a flower. High road. Well, <clears throat> the toll, I, I'm out of toll tags for the high road. I'm gotta, I got to tell you. I have always been a pig, so I might as well root around in the fucking slop and say, ha ha. For his weak ass little bullshit remarks that he posted. About how all oh, the Auburn Police Department was so professional, which I imagine they were. They saved my life. Well, you you stole that from me, but that's going to be told at a story later in life. I didn't buy any of that shit. I don't buy anything that that motherfucker sells. Why? Because he's a fucking liar. He's a fucking liar. You want to know High Road? Let me tell you High Road. Let me let, 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 let me tell you High Road. Um. When I came back from <clears throat> my suicide attempt, I came back on the air and was encouraged, and, and I didn't have a problem with it, calling myself a coward. By the way, everybody who wants to say that he never said anything bad about me in that, um, he profited by what Ogre was talking about earlier. Support Arnie. It was a bunch of people holding up an elephant. And did I see any money from that shirt? Nope, sure didn't. <laughs> He sure did. Um, I did that show, and I got beaten up on the air, and rightfully so. I should have been beaten up over the air because I chose the coward's way out. Let me tell you something. Rob doesn't have the balls to do what I did. Will he stop drinking? Probably not. He'll lie to people and say, yes, he does, or whatever. I don't buy it. I don't buy it whatsoever. Because he's never wrong. It's never his fault. 
He's a constant victim, and today will be the today is his shining day as the victim of victims. I only had one suicide attempt. He sells a lot of crap now for a stupid story. Shows basically a commercial. Yeah, that's what I hear. The high road. What a long, strange trip it's been. Uh, high road canceling a comedy stand-up show at the Legacy, which I don't have proof of, but allegedly. Mikey takes the high road, smoking the weed while talking about the scab. Yes, Mikey is fucking going on. High road. He doesn't do weed. Arnie's GPS can't lo- locate the high road. No, not anymore. Uh, been shit on like none other than uh, Rob to Arnie. Fuck Rob. Um, yeah, I'm using his name today because I don't care. Uh, fuck the high road. <clears throat> I'm just going to tell you right now. I think it's hilarious that he got the shit beat out of him again. I think it's awesome. I was contemplating over the weekend to reach out to his wife to give her a forum to speak. Because I've heard all kinds of different stories saying what this is and what this isn't. Uh, Alleged divorce filings, what that is and what that isn't, maybe to protect assets. I don't know. I don't know if they'd go as far. Somebody asked me, is this a stunt? And I said, well... This is pretty far to go to involve many different law enforcement agencies. Um, but let's get back to this. Uh, the the point oh eight at eight p.m. Now that tells me that somebody started drinking early in the day, and we got to a point oh eight. Now, I remember doing DUI awareness shows with them. I didn't drink at the time, which sucked because I had to be with two people that got hammered. Sal, she would get sauced quick. But, uh, but Ryan, it took him a while. It took him a while. He had a tolerance, and I imagine his tolerance has only gone up. Point oh eight. I mean, he started, he, he knew what he was doing, Okay. He knew exactly what he was doing when he got in the car. Somebody tried to write and say, well, he uh, he was assaulted, then he got in his car to leave, and that's when the cops got him for DUI. No, that's not what happened. There's a four-hour window between them. I could go on Facebook and have a Williams Household Championship made for her to defend. Uh, I didn't think Arnie deserved to get beat up on the old show of the suicide attempt. Well, th- I appreciate that, but I did. Hey, I look, look, I'm going to tell you this right now. I used to call people out on suicide attempts, celebrities, things like that. I'd call them cowards. I'd call them weak. And I did the exact same thing because I was a coward and I was weak. Rather than doing the hard work, I wanted to take the easy way out. It's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. I didn't care. It, it, also, I was a selfish fucker because I didn't care who it affected. To this day, to this day, I only regret a few things. Satana. I regret, I regret that look that my father had 
when he walked into the nut house to see me after the suicide attempt. Do you know how hard that was? It was fun. I still know that look. It was a look I never wanted to get. I never had gotten that look from my dad before. He pitied me. From that moment on, I knew whatever I was facing, I would have to fucking face it head on. Whether it be alcohol, whether it be relationships, whether it be drugs, I had to face things head on. And I did. And when I did, I got punished for it sometimes, which I didn't find was right. But once again, that's back when I had a pass to go on the high road. And I didn't say a lot of things. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of things that I don't say because I don't want to get in trouble for it. But I'll say things that are fishy, in my opinion. When they have a, an advertising deal with a certain... Um, casino and I'm supposed to have a stand-up show at said casino and I see a week after tickets went on sale that I had sold 800 tickets already and then a week before the show they pull me in to say I've only sold 28 tickets which I knew that the radio station that I work for had bought 50 something was fishy something didn't smell right Also, while working in Reno, I found it very fishy and odd. Very fishy and odd. That I was on a sister station to a show that was there. And I was doing a sports show in the afternoon. And I got, I I jumped the numbers up 500% in one ratings book. We went from a one share to a 5.1 share, one rating book. I showed tremendous growth. Why? Because the Ass family, they joined with me. They came back. They wanted to hear what I had to say. By the way, taking dog shit and jerk off to number one, that's a fucking, uh, that's a Mr. Olympia type feat. And I was able to do that too. And yes, it sounds like I'm tooting my own horn a bit today. Well, toot fucking toot. Because that was all hard-ass work that I'm very, very proud of, and I'm happy to brag about it. I'm happy to brag that I took a shitty ESPN-FM station in Reno from a one-share to a five-one-share in one rating period. And isn't it weird that two days after that book came out, I was let go. Very, very fishy. Isn't it also fishy? That my star is no longer at the Silver Legacy. Very, very fishy. Aldo says, good morning, Arnie. What morning? Uh, what a morning it's going to be. Did you see the same Reddit post I found? Uh, it has their charges. Yeah, oh, I've seen it. Only a Hall of Fame broadcaster could do that. I remember when you, all your first shows since leaving the fag show. 
When you took dog and shirt jerk off number one, that would be taking the Houston Texans to the Super Bowl and winning. Uh, listening to your you on the afternoon show is a task as your fan. You should get an award for that alone. Oh, I know. Look, look. Actually, all the listeners should get an award for that because you listen to two of the dumbest fucking people I've ever met in my life. And Andy, which I don't have a lot of good things to say about him. Yes, the star was confirmed. Uh, but it was confirmed, uh, I think it was Fred. That made me mad. I'd love seeing that star every time I walk through there. Yeah, so did I. Now, I'm still trying to work on getting it. Um, but I, I had to do that. And by the way, little, little, little off, uh, off, not off topic whatsoever. Um, I'll never forget because I found it to be odd. I was pulled in. I was pulled into the, uh, as we were, uh, so I was getting to meet dog shit and jerk off. I was pulled into the boss's office, and uh, he told me, he said, uh, uh, Rob wants to announce that you're going to the afternoon show. He goes, do you have a problem with that? I think it's a good idea, you know, morning show numbers and stuff. And I was like, okay. Once again, he wanted to take my thunder. He wanted to take something that was about me and make it about him. When he said the only person with any talent on that show will be Arnie. I mean, that was kind of nice of him to say, but he did it for his own good reasons because he wanted to be the one that said it. So uh, fuck you for that because I know that you got somebody listening right now. Oh, Scab, I know you got somebody listening. Come on, man. I'm not stupid. You should know that I'm not stupid. You should know that I know how to do this job. And I hope it's your shitbag attorney. I don't like that fucking guy either. By the way, if that motherfucker ever opens his mouth to me again, it's going to get closed. Clean. What I want to see is AIG with a baseball bat at the new studio swinging around and breaking things. Well... There's a little, 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 little side dish. They, this is a little teaser of what my show, my stand-up show is going to be when I tell the truth. And there will be new comedy material in there, but the truth is coming out. And I know I've probably talked about it on this show. Um, and I have witnesses. Um, listeners have always been good to me. Always. I never really cared for the term maggots, but hey, it's what we went with, okay? Um, and I remember when I got back from my suicide attempt, I had a lot of gifts waiting, a lot of really, really great gifts, which, by the way, I still have a lot of today. Um, I still have a quilt and sleep with a quilt that was made for me by a good friend of mine. Um Someone went out of their way, somebody who trains high school football players who knew Mac Brown, and he actually got Mac Brown, the head coach of the Texas Longhorns, to write me a letter. And that letter sits on the picture of my national title game, and it means the world to me because somebody reached out to do that for me. But I remember one of the coolest things I ever got was this big picture, and it was made out of keyboard tiles. And it was only made out of keyboard tiles of R, A, and D. By the way, I don't even say that word anymore. 
Um, and it made a big, gigantic black and gray Longhorn logo. You know, when I cleaned out my office, that wasn't there. Also, I have something in my room that I've had since... I don't even know how old I was. Nine. Um, And now it stays in my room. But I used to have it in my office. And it's a ceramic uh, hook'em horns hand sign that my uncle made while he was rehabbing from brain cancer. Um, And it's a little, like, key dish. You can put your change in there, whatever. And it's this awesome fucking thing. And I have carefully moved that along with Stanley, my armadillo lamp, every move that I've ever made. Yes, I have a lamp that is an armadillo. And I remember when I was told to clean out my office, oh, it's been done for you. And I said, okay, I'll just pick up the boxes and things. And like I said, the picture wasn't there. Also, when I was cleaning out the box... That ceramic statue that I'd had for 35-plus years was thrown in there, and the fingers were broken off. Now, I was able to fix it, but that's what I meant to them. They just took my shit and threw it in a box. Now, this is where the witnesses come in. When I was leaving the studio, not only was there an off-duty police officer there, But it seemed that everybody except me and the person that was helping me were armed. Really? Really? Who did the throwing in boxes, that fucking little lapdog drunkard? Well, let's talk about him, shall we? Now, I had reverted back to using drugs after I almost killed my father after my stand-up show because I was very upset at myself, and I wanted a way to escape. It was terrible, it was wrong, and I learned my lesson. And it cost me, it cost me my radio career, in essence, which, okay, all right, I can live with that. I, I can live with that. I understand. If you do A, B happens. Here's the part that that I never understood. I know for a fact that there's a member on that show who not only got one DUI, but then got a second one. And when that person got the second DUI, First of all, do you know who had to pick him up from the weekend mandatory jail sentence that he was given? Uh, that's right. Yours truly. And when that person lost his driver's license and had to be picked up because he had to be in the building first because he made sure everything was turned on and everything was up and running, Who used to have to pick him up for work? Oh, that's right, me. But was that person fired? No, and his name wasn't even in the fucking title of the show. 
So a certain person, Rob, getting a DUI this weekend, which is public record, which will, like I said, will likely get thrown out. And by the way, his wife, who I don't know, I don't know anything about her. I, I, all I know is that she's black. She's from Dallas. That's all I know. I don't know if she's a Cowboys fan. Don't care. She finds that guy attractive. Fuck her. Does she have anger issues? I don't know. Did Rob bring them out? I don't know. I wasn't there. But what I do know is that nobody deserves to get hit. Nobody deserves that. Well, well, unless you've done something to deserve it. I have a lot of theories. A lot of theories of what happened. Could it be the hard R ending again, the Joe Murphy word? Possibly. I don't know. I did see a post somewhere. I don't know if it was on the Reddit link, and allegedly Scab had put it up talking about how he and her had given up drinking for a while. Well, possibly did she come home and find him good and lubed up? She lost it on him. I don't know. I I I don't know about any of it. All I know is that he was arrested for DUI. Someone who did plenty of DUI awareness shows. Who someone who did plenty of ride-alongs with police. All that, and he still got a DUI. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because he thinks he's invincible. And do you know why he thinks he's invincible? Well, he thinks he's invincible because I've allowed him to think that. I'll tell you this right now. I know his minions are listening. You can get the restraining orders put out there already. Were there times I thought about waiting outside his building for him? Yep, I ain't going to lie. Were there times that I wanted to run into him in public and, 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 and get my revenge? Yep. This was his first ride along in the back. Lubed up, you mean from behind? Oh, yeah. Um, House Payne says, you know, he said, do you know who I am when he got pulled over? Um, I'm just going to say this right now. I am going to request body cam footage. Freedom of information, I want that body cam. I may know somebody who knows somebody who booked him. Uh, He may think he's invincible, but soon enough he'll be invisible, yeah. Hey, Minions, the charity fight offer is still out there. Um, I'm just going to tell you this right now. That that charity fight ain't going to last long because I'm breaking the rules. You know, look look here. As, as, As one of my absolute heroes, and yes, I know that he has a problem drinking and he's a bad person, but I love Ric Flair. If you are the best... And what you do, I am. Then it, you win at any cost. Oh, oh, I'm telling you right now. 
there is going to be a number of dick punches. I, I, I look. I don't even care about winning the. If I get disqualified, that's fantastic. I already posted the body cam footage. Wine rack. Maybe he'll send the missus in to fight for him. Now, see, that's not a fight I'm agreeing to. I've seen the damage that woman can cause. Oh, I, look, look, look. There, there, there's a certain move that, that, that I, I, I size people up on. First, you jab them right in the throat. And when they do that, you kick them in the knee. And then when they go down, you hit them right in the chin. They're knocked out. Bam. Bing, bang, boom. Now, I wouldn't have to do that to him. But I'm not going to beat him up. No, I'm going to verbally beat him up because I'm better at that. Robert Edmund Williams. You are nothing more than a fucking coward. You are a belligerent alcoholic who, by the way, you don't even get to call yourself an alcoholic until you realize that you have a fucking problem. And you've had a problem for a long time. But you don't want to address that. You don't think that's an issue. Well, a certain wine rack might think it's an issue. Maybe the woman that you married to thinks it's an issue. Um, but let me just tell you something. You have problems. And this is going to cost you. I am going to be shocked. You know what? I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't say I'm going to be shocked. Aren't they supposed to debut on their new radio station soon? I don't think that's going to happen. Reddit suggests drinking game this morning every time he says my wife. I don't think he's going to drink a lot then. Because I honestly... Uh, 11, 13, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think that they're going to see the backlash of this. They're going to see the people on it because I got, I got to give it up. There are a few people there. Oh, I'm praying for him. I'm praying for him. Really? You're praying for him. Do you know what he thinks about you? Do you want to know? You don't want to know. So I, I'll, I'll let you have that fairy tale that he really is nice. Yes, he's not. Just ask some people that have worked with him. I originally said today that it was pushed back a week. Uh, as much as I want to go and listen to see what it lies, I can't just bring myself to it. No, I understand. I get, look, hey. Oh, I'm sure I'm, I, I don't have anybody listening to it because I don't care. I'll, I'll hear what he has to say. But I, I'm, not, I'm not buying an ounce of it. Now, if he talks about that he went to a meeting last night or he's been to six meetings so far, I'll say, hey, that's a good start. And if that is the case, step nine, step nine, oh, step nine, you have to make amends. I might wear a tuxedo for that amends. Because if he doesn't make amends to me, then it's fucking... And this ain't no George Costanza stretching the neck out on a sweater amends. No, sir, Bob. 
No, the amends that he needs to make to me involves a whole lot of groveling. And I've told people this. If, in fact, he wants to reach out to me and he wants me to be a part of his show so he can make his public amends to me, this is what it'll cost him. May, uh, ask, ask family members, uh, you're listening. I know that there are some of their maggots that they like to call listening to report back to him what I had to say. So please report this. When you're willing to make the amends to me, you're going to need to fly me to your studio because I will only take the amends in person. By the way, I will have to be able to broadcast as well at ArnieRadio.com this amends speech. And I want to be three feet away from him because I know that he will be terrified. I know that his pants will be soaked. Hey, uh, hey, 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 Rob, you might want to get some Depends for that day. Orberts has asked me. Ask me about him. He's a fucking pussy. This situation is called karma. Always, karma always wins. He's the true definition of a bitch. Fuck him and all the bad stuff he has done to people. And you know. Uh, I'm sure he would be great at that. I'm sure he's already good on his knees. The cost, all the bonus money, and <laughs> he stole. Yeah. <laughs> Tuxedo and Facebook Live. I'll go as your bodyguard. You will need the protection. No, I won't. Rugby Nuts says face-to-face after he says step nine amends. Ha, 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 ha. Fish Dick says, I've been reading Reddit for updates while listening to the show. So far, he's blamed Brandon and Dawn for the show not being on. Talks about his wife is nothing wrong, and he hasn't done, needed to tell people the full story. Three feet, it has to be six feet. You don't want COVID. Oh, thank you. I, that, you know what? <laughs> See, that's your inner firefighter coming out, making sure I'm okay. Thank you, Warbird. <laughs> no, I do not want to install updates now, idiot computer. Um, like I said earlier, this is something I never thought I would see happen in Northern California. Funny how you were teasing for a few weeks something, never realized you meant this. Now, I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you, Braddy Kid. I was... I, I was I'm not I'm not Kreskin, because I had been I, I had been talking to you about a surprise I had for the Ass family, and it wasn't until Friday that I found out the surprise wasn't happening, and I was not very happy about it. Um, but I understand, you know, life gets in the way of things. Um, Cindy was actually remember Cindy. She was actually going to be in Dallas for a conference this week, and she was flying in early. And I was going to have her on the show today. She was going to be co-hosting with me today on the show. Uh, Some stuff came up to where she wasn't able to leave, so she wasn't able to come here, which bummed me out. But that was going to be the big surprise, was that Cindy was coming in to do the show today. And then the universe smiled on me and said, well, here you go, big fella. Here's this trinket. Here's this gold bar that your former partner... Had to get his prison wallet fucking checked. 
Arnie, you talk about Rob's amends, but you know in actuality he'll never make a set of amends. He's a bitch, and in a fist fight will bring a gun because he's a coward. Oh, I, so is Dad. I've talked about this for years. All the things it would take for me to fucking meet with him or go back. I've had dreams. Uh, I ain't going to lie to you. I've had very vivid dreams. I don't dream a lot about my dad, and that kind of pisses me off. Um, but I've had dreams where I've rejoined that show. I've been in the studio. And, no, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Now, if it's an amends, I'll go back and do that. But, boy, oh, boy, there better be a big fucking check waiting for me, too. Because there's a lot of things that I've been told by people who have access to financial stuff. I, 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 I know people, and those people have told me these things, but I can't, I can't say that they're true because it's all hearsay, as Judge Judy would say. But if it turns out to be true, like, I'm not going to go the route of suing him because that's going to take too long. I'd rather beat the shit out of him, honestly. This is a person that I would have died for. He'll bring his big black bodyguard to the fist fight. Problem is, uh, oh, wait, look at that. Triple mama five. Hold on a second. Damn, damn, damn. Good morning to you. Um, His big black security guard friend is friends with me. He ain't going to get involved. He's going to make sure that somebody doesn't bring a gun, and that's going to be Rob. Because that guy is cool as shit. What do you know? Rob is blaming everyone else. Who would have thunk it? No personal responsibility, hence why he's denied his drinking problem. Former producer Amanda made a post last night and basically said Rob is a shit boss and made her choose between the show and her sick kid. Hmm? I've only talked to Amanda once. Amanda and I weren't very close to begin with, but... uh. You know, we, we, we chatted back and forth one night, and I never asked her why she was let go. She did tell me that it was not a very popular decision to let me go, which I can understand that. But, hey, whatever. It's all about feeding his ego. And am I surprised, am I surprised that he's not taking any responsibility? Of course not. Of course I'm not. This was just posted. Speaking of old jobs, Sam, I'm not surprised the headlines looking reports I've read over the weekend. I'm reminded how thankful I am because in the extreme burnout I was experienced back then, it made it impossible to continue to work for that boss. I knew the final nail in the coffin was uh, when his now ex-wife became part of the staff, having that injured a part of the team, and maybe only to see it as a horrible idea it was going to be uh, bode well for me. Karma is God. Karma is a breeze in my hair on the weekend. The universe must have known there would be no way for me to survive in an environment where I had only one coworker who was supportive. To this day, that supportive coworker is the only one I still have contact with all these years later, though I'm not a person who believes in God or organized religion. Uh, all right. Oh, that's cool. Wait, there's another one. Uh, she always does. 
She and I may not have seen eye to eye on everything, but that woman truly has a heart of gold. What are you talking about, Dawn? Dawn's a fucking pig. As for the rest, the writing has been on the wall for a long, long time. All you can hope for is those situations is people will have a wake-up call. Blah, blah, blah. I've been thinking how much my life was on. All right. Well, that's Amanda's. Thank you. Uh, thank you, a uh, hockey guy or hockey player. Uh, maybe your dad is coming into your dream about making amends. I know your dad wouldn't want you to live with the anger, even though it's justified. Who was the other female on the show before Amanda? I can't remember her name. Uh, Christy? Well, I know that they brought Brandon's fat wife in to answer phones. I'm sorry, her his, his ex-fat wife. Well, I, I think she's still fat. But his ex-wife. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I like yeah, Christy was awesome. Christy was fantastic. Look, look, I worked with some great people. And I will tell you this right now. When, when I was no longer part of that show, I blocked people on social media because I didn't want them to get in trouble for talking to me. My feed cut out? How did my feed? My feed didn't cut out. My feed's still going. I'm still on. You got to wonder if his wife is an LL Cool J fan playing Mama Said Knock You Out that night. I think she just walks around now to I'm bad. You know, a part of me could... A part of me is kind of sad that he's blaming other people. Most of me knew that he probably would. Most of my, my, my brain, most of my knowledge knew that he would never, ever admit to this because if he admits to it, then he has a flaw. He has a God complex. If you want to know the truth, he has a God complex. He used to always talk about how, oh, I should be a lawyer. I'm so good at everything. I'm so good at arguing. He couldn't out-argue me. You cut out, I had to press stop and play, okay? He pay people to, uh, he blames, and they can accept it or quit. What a fucking shit stain. I thought he'd man up. I really thought he'd man up. Well, this may, I, I guarantee you now, uh, first of all, he ain't going to reach out to me. Hmm. <laughs> That drunk fuck. I imagine he's probably drunk right now. Time to go a little dark. Um, he's going to end up drinking himself to death. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I will go to his funeral, and I will not piss on his grave. I will shit in it. I will literally... I will literally go eat 22 pounds worth of Taco Bell the night before and fucking cram down some magnesium pills. And I will sit on his tombstone with my ass hanging over the side in that open hole in the ground. And I will look like a rhinoceros pooping away. Because that's, that's, that's where he's headed. 
Now, I'm not here to stop him because I don't want him to stop. Keep doing it, dummy. I mean, honestly, in all my Rob was a very smart guy. Very, very smart. Very intelligent guy. I have to give him that. And I never, ever thought that I'd have to play this for him. You big dummy. I mean. Super dummies. I mean. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. So the wine rack was first. And by the way, does anybody, let, let, let me ask a question. Let me get the Jeopardy music real quick. Does anybody today on November 6th in the year of our Lord, 2023, believe the wine rack story? Chuck says, I'm taking one for the team. Thank you, Chuck. I, I, I would never ask you to do that, but I appreciate it. He mentions his wife and attorney were talking for hours, and he's reading his prepared statement, deflecting, saying he's book four, not charged. Can't do anything he wants to uh, do about telling what went on. No mention about his wife's domestic violence charges. Shocking. Shocking. We've always been as transparent, as vulnerable as possible. That's bullshit. Hold on a second here. A bullshit? A bullshit? A bullshit. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. Bullshit! Uh, can't say anything. He does not want to incriminate himself. They got him on body cam. Look, look. As somebody who got DUI, and they had me on dash cam. When I went to court, I had to plead no contest, which meant I didn't plead not I didn't plead not guilty or guilty to. I pled no contest, which is kind of the the roundabout way of saying I'm guilty of it. Even though they had me on camera, which they threatened to play, I told the cops I'm guilty. I asked, "Does anybody believe the wine rack now?" No, he goes, ass whoop, nope, 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 nope. If the wine rack's name is Christina, yes. Uh, wine rack went to jail, nope. That's a negative for me. Did you see he was telling the story that the pig was crying? Oh, shocking. Oh, I'm so surprised. I am so, I, I, oh my God, what? You mean, <laughs> was crying when he's telling his story about this DUI that he was Booked with, not charged with, but booked with. Oh, eh, Rob, you're such a hero. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. This is what happened. You got your ass whooped. Then you decided, well, I think you, you probably were imbibing a little bit during the day. Then you decided that you wanted to go out. 
Now, why is it? That allegedly, according to Reddit, they don't even live together anymore. But that's a whole thing. That's an alleged. Why did you get a DUI in Auburn when you allegedly live in Granite Bay? Yes, Freddy Kid. Hello. Oh, that sounds awful. Okay. Um, I have a legit dumb question because I don't break the law ever. Right. Um, he says that he was not charged, but yet it says on his booking thing that he's being charged with DUI. Well, he, so how he, is he not charged? He was booked with it. They don't know if they're going to charge him with it because, once again, it's .08. So she was booked for domestic violence, but it's not sure if they're going to be charged with it. Uh, felony. Felony domestic violence. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get everything right. Felony domestic violence, which, yeah, by the way, I'm, a, I'm about to walk everybody through how that works. Uh, but okay. yes. Uh, but yeah, there you go. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's see. Feed cut out. Okay. Uh, you mean he lies like you had no intention of doing sports talk in Ohio? I know, right? Uh, not a chance. He was running his mouth, got hit, never did. Well, yeah, if the wine rack is black and has a weave with a nice set of tits, sure. Her nickname is Wine Rack. That wine rack has a nasty right. I haven't, I haven't heard the wine rack side of the fight, but uh, she was uh, icing her hand. Only if the wine rack is black and from Dallas. He's still blah, blah, and got to go to work, but checking in back before I go. I'm looking forward to the replay of the show today. Have a great morning, ass family. Rhino says, no contest equals I ain't admitting shit, but you got me. Exactly. That's a square on the bingo card. Which, by the way, allegedly, Christine, his wife, is the one who put the bingo card together. He got hood whooped by a colored cow and was on his way to some side ass in Auburn. I'm not sure how to deal with it. First, fill your Beretta with a full clip. Uh, you're not charged until your arraignment. He could be charged with a wet and reckless instead. District attorney will decide to charge at the arraignment. Did he stand over him and yell, you got knocked the fuck out? Let me tell you how this uh, domestic violence thing works. So the year was uh, 2010. The date was December 1st. Why do I know that? Because it was such a fantastic day in my history, except for the fact that I got beat up. Once again, I admit, I, I sometimes lose fights. Um, I had come home from a very rough morning show that day. Um, Stupid Dick says, hello, ass family. I miss you and we'll be returning good. good. Stupid Dick's coming back. Um we, uh, somebody needed my help when it came to quitting drinking, and those shows were always tough for me because I really wanted to help people, and I really, and it, it, it took a little bit out of me. And I remember I was on my way home, and there was a rule, even though we lived literally 15 minutes from the studio, I had to call Satana on my way home. Uh, it's also likely that domestic violence will be reduced to misdemeanor. It could also be reduced to a simple battery. Well, this is what I understand. So, um, I came home, and she was in a bad mood. Shocking. And um, 
she started yelling about uh, things at Christmas. And I was like, well, I don't want anything. You don't have to get me anything. I'm fine. You know, we're, we're going to see your parents again. And and then it just escalated. Like, she started saying stuff about my job and things like that. And I was like, you're fucking crazy. Well, that's what made her pick up a bottle of cooking sherry and throw it. And it went right over my head and broke. And she goes, well, I wasn't throwing that at you. I said, well, all right, I'm leaving. Because I wanted to leave my house. I wanted to get away from the situation because I'm not going to hit my wife. I'm not going to hit a woman. Well, she blocked the door. She, she And I, I'm not going to put my hands on her because I know how things go. So um, I'm standing there, and we're arguing back and forth. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she hits me with a left. And why'd she hit me with a left? Well, because that's where her big-ass wedding ring was on. She hit me with a left, and it cut me over the nose. Then she flipped a table, and the top of the table had glass panes in it, and the glass pane shattered, of course, on the ground. And what happens with shattered glass? It flies. A couple pieces flew into my leg. No big deal. She charged at me, and I I grabbed her, and I rolled her onto the couch. She goes, you just hit me. I said, I did not hit you. And that's when I made the biggest mistake when I called her a crazy bitch. That's when she grabbed me by the shirt, and she hit me seven times in the mouth, cutting me two or three times on the lip. Well, I called the police immediately because I started to see red, and I was about to kill her. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't lie to you guys. I'm part of. I, I'm an old part of that show that didn't lie. I was about to go fucking crazy. Because once I started punching her, I wasn't going to stop. So I called the police instead, and I was in shock. And she got on the phone with her sister, and she's like, well, yeah, I'm going to jail. Well, I hit Arnie a few times. Why? And, and, and you can know, you can figure out how the conversation goes. Well, he called me a bitch. She didn't tell the whole story. She goes, well, there goes my teaching career. Now, See, this is back in 2010. This is 13 years ago when I still had a little bit of naivete on my side. And I thought to myself right then and there, I don't want to end I don't want to ruin her career. She wanted to be a school teacher. I didn't want to ruin her career cuz she gets busted with domestic violence. And this is 2010 right when the laws changed that if there are marks, somebody's going to jail. Police showed up Two Lincoln cops, because I, 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 I lived in Lincoln. And, of course, everybody knew who I was, because, I mean, it's Lincoln. If you're not Mormon, even if you are Mormon, you knew who I was. So I called the cops. Cops showed up, and they're like, we have to arrest her. We have, and I was like, please don't. Please don't. Just let me leave. And they said, well, Arnie, we got to take pictures of you. This is a true story, and I want to get the cops in trouble, and I'm not going to give their names, but um, one of the cops took me upstairs, and we cleaned me up, and we put makeup on my face so they could take pictures to show there were no injuries. Now, we did take pictures of the injuries, but then we took the pictures of the non-injuries as well. 
because, once again, I was trying to be nice, which I paid for in the end by sending her to law school. That's right. I paid for her to go to Marquette Law School. You're welcome, cunt. But I know a little bit about the domestic violence stuff. And if I would have charged her, nowadays you don't really have a, that big a choice, but you do still. If I would have charged her, I probably would not have had to pay spouse support. So, uh, dummy, if you're listening, she is going to divorce your ass and take everything. Now, when she does that, she ain't going to give you your shit back. When your creditors come after you, hug in. She ain't going to give that shit back. And don't come groveling to me then. Because I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for you. You're an enemy of mine. And a lot of people are probably saying, well, wait a second, if he's an enemy, why is he spending so much time on this now? Well, because it's the news of the day. This is the biggest story that's happened in a long time. In the actual lives of this show. Because I would say a lot, if not all, the ass family members know me from that show. Damn day, AIG said the C. I say it every once in a while, but for her, I really mean it. Um, you're asking for it. So, how does this work? How, how does the, that 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 fall go? Well, it only gets worse. It only gets worse. So you get beat up by a wine rack. Alcohol involved. Strike one. Strike two, wife is charged with domestic violence. And since they're not talking about it, I guess Rob's not going to mention the fact that he got beat up again. Probably rightfully so. Um, and then you got in your car like an asshole, like somebody who doesn't give a fuck about the rest of society, and you decided to operate a 2,000-pound missile. While drunk. What I'm hoping is that this judge or this DA has had someone close, and I don't really hope this, but I hope that a DUI has has touched them personally. And they don't want to go out and, and throw shit around just because somebody used to be a celebrity in Sacramento. And I say used to be because he ain't no more. Alicia says, I gave him a cunt pass. He's okay. Jim says, this is therapy for you and learning for us. Not me. 45 printing brought uh, to you by the one and only Chaz Man. Yeah. That, that is very true. That is very true. Uh, Arne, you were the only reason I listened to the show for such a long time. You, sir, are the man. You talk about your truth, which we all have, but you are a better person today for the past you've lived. Well, thank you, Dan Forgalt. I appreciate that, Dan. Look, here's the deal, man. There's no reason. You guys are the reason why I broadcast. You guys have always been the reason. And it's not a real job. I could, look, man, there's there's a lot of real jobs that y'all have. And I respect each and every one of you for going through that grind. Now, 
when I say I've never worked, because I love what I do. Could anybody do it? No. Nope. Uh, any here on the chats from the Covered Bridge Festival handed out over a thousand cards and stickers. If here, sound off. Amen. P. Daddy says, flipping back and forth because this is the best radio. You are definitely getting under his skin. I hope so. Oh, has he mentioned me yet? I hope he's mentioned me. I hope the fact that that, that V. Coop posted on the Superfans page some great stuff about Tahoe Blue. I hope it's a loyal listener and hammers him for not paying attention at his DUI shows. Oh, that'd be great. P. Davis is not by name. Oh, I, oh gosh. Now, now, I want, now I'm going to have to go back and listen. What, do you call me the photo booth? <sighs> not owning up to it. You know, part of me, I got, I got to be honest with y'all, because I always am honest with y'all. I really, uh, once again, my stupid naivete, I really thought that he realized that in this day and age, you got to fall on the sword. Oh, yeah. See, does nobody ever fucking learn? Obviously, people don't listen. Budweiser, all you had to do was fall on the sword for the whole Dylan Mulvaney advertising fiasco. That's all you had to do. Come out after that dumb bitch doubled down and you lost $30 billion in one month and you come out and say, we were wrong. Never did that. And now this? Well, I'm not being charged with it. I was booked under it. Did you have alcohol in your system, sir, when you drove? You did? Well, there you go. Uh, Steph says, sorry, I'm paying uh, catch-up. I guess he didn't. I I guess on his show right now, he's blaming others for it. Um, One of the memes is still up, the Tahoe Blue page. (laughs) He said, don't listen to all the vile rumors and people are spreading. He and his wife are tight. Why'd she go to jail? If he and his wife are tight, why'd she why, get arrested? What happened? You don't want to talk about that? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering. What, what did they say? Oh, they, they're, they're honest and they're, they're open about everything? Well, why'd she get arrested? I mean, you know, inquiring minds want to know. And you've had her on the show, so you can't really hide behind the fact, well, she's behind the scenes. No, 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 no. You see, no. Room bitch at public record. Tight just like them handcuffs. Why did she file for divorce? I mean, these are all public records. See, this is what I don't understand. You don't fall on the sword, people would forgive you. Your fans would forgive you. Some of them would. Your apologist out there would forgive you if you fell on the sword. Saying ass family, or not ass family, fucking whatever he calls them, maggots. I fucked up. I fucked up. 
But he's not saying that. Mm-mm-mm. She jumped him into her Texas gang. <laughs> so who on that show will fall on a sword will it be Nick. I was talking earlier about people that I, I met through that show who I got to work with because of that show. People like producer Christy, who I absolutely adore. She doesn't have a lot to do with me. I, I think we're still friends or acquaintances. Um, but she was she was the greatest producer we ever had. Her and Nick are the two greatest producers I ever worked with. I still wish Nick a happy birthday every year. And Nick's wife, who's way out of his league, I wish her a happy birthday every year. Because I think they're quality human beings. Producer Megan for way old school. Um, don't really chat with her anymore, but I, I do know people that talk to her. And her and I send it, it, pleasantries back and forth through that. No hard, I, I have, I love producer Megan. Producer Megan was fantastic to work with. Producer Bo is about the only person who will return messages and chat with me because he's not afraid because he has nothing to do with the old show. Producer Bo. He was a fun guy to work with. Not the greatest producer in the world, but a great guy. Loved him. Producer Tanya, bag of shit. Just total bag of shit. Would not be surprised if the hoopty doopty was done between Tanya and a member of the show whose name is not Dawn. College Station says producer Tanya. What a fucking piece of trash. We inherited that. That that was not our doing. And then we brought her back. Um, producer Brandon, for the longest time, was a great kid. And then he got too much of the Rob Kool-Aid. That's all there is to it. Now, as far as uh, Stinkfist says, then there's Vader, who will email you while skinning a live cat and giggling. Vader and I still communicate. I want I wanted Vader to be on this show. Vader and I are not very uh, politically aligned, so he doesn't like a lot of things that I say politically online, and he I don't like the things that he says politically online, which is fine. But I love him. Vader was one of the best people I ever got to work with. That show meant so meant much to me. Y'all don't realize how much that show meant to me. That show was the, I knew I wasn't going to have kids in my life. That show was my baby. I started that show with Rob. I started as an intern on the Rob and Pat morning show. And within a week, my name was on the fucking letterhead. Rob, Pat, and Arnie the intern. Why? Because I had talent and I had fucking the ability and I showed that I had the work ethic to do that job. Flip formats. Pat's gone. What are we going to do? Rob goes to afternoons. Arnie has to learn the music and we keep him at the overnight. And what did I do? What did I do on the overnight show? I learned that fucking library backwards and forwards. I worked on my on-air fucking delivery to where if someday I just had to be a fucking liner jock 
which, by the way, there's nothing wrong with liner jocks. The world needs those just like they need ditch diggers. I worked my ass off, and I used to do bits on the overnight show. And I used to do this bit, and it was called Wake Up Tommy. Ask family members, you know who Tommy is. But I would never call Tommy. I called the guy across the hall. It was a fucking canned radio bit. And it was hilarious because he was getting mad at me because I was calling him at 3 o'clock in the morning asking him stupid questions. It was funny. And do you know why I did that? It's because I knew there were people that were stocking shelves all around Reno that were listening, and they were laughing. Which meant I was doing my job. And wouldn't you know, I left a reel on the, back in the old days, kids. Radio was done with CDs, carts, which are 8-track t- players, and a, a an actual reel-to-reel machine that if you fuck something up, you have to learn how to cut and splice and edit. And it is a fucking painful, shitty process. And computers saved the world and then ruined radio. But the morning guy who had replaced us on the rock station, a guy by the name of Steve Funk, who, by the way, biggest crook in the radio industry. I'll say it. I don't give a fuck. Motherfucker gave my damn Metallica tickets to his brother. Dickhead. But Funk was doing the morning show, and his partner left, and he heard that tape. And he goes, this guy's pretty funny. I'm going to bring him on the morning show to, to, to read news. So I remember I was reading the news on this morning show, and this morning show was dog shit. Let me let, let me let me tell you a story. Look here, babies. Oh, I'm getting in Dusty Rhodes mode now. That show went from six to ten. Okay, I was in charge of doing the news stories and sports on that show because that's what this guy wanted to run was a wacky morning show with weird sound effects that were like the Jetsons plane taking off. I can't do it with fucking teeth in. So, <laughs> so I'm doing this morning show with him, and I'll never forget the second day I was in there. It was the summertime, and I, I said, hey, the Disastros lost, and he thought that was the funniest thing in the world, that I called the Houston Astros back in 1997. God damn, I'm old. 1998. Nine ninety-seven. Uh, yeah, ninety. Yeah, ninety-seven. Maybe ninety-six. I don't know. That I called the Houston Astros the disastros. He goes, "Oh, you got to do more stuff like that." Well, it turned out that Rob was doing the afternoon show because he had been promoted. He was a big wig with the company, but he still wanted to do on-air stuff. And I would come in every Thursday and I would do a movie review. But the movie review that I would do, I would record, and we would cut it and bleep it out because all I would do is shit on movies. This fucking movie was dog shit. And there'd be bleep, 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 and it was hilarious. Well, all the powers that, that, that were in charge saw the chemistry that we had, the chemistry that Rob and I had. And they saw the numbers that I was getting with Funk in the morning. And they saw Rob's numbers were decent in the afternoon, nothing to really write home about. But in Reno, a small market, if you have a morning show and they get big ratings, you get money. You get lots of money. So they put us together in the morning show. And it just took off from there. We played a lot of music. 
we would do maybe 20 minutes an hour, 30 minutes an hour of he and I. And the show was fucking huge. It took off. And we sat there and we said, okay, the show's doing great. What now? And that's when I was I, I, I was approached. 1997. Say, that's when Steph was born. <laughs> right around that time, probably. Speaking of old radio, totally off topic. I was in SoCal last week and the radio station I was listening to kept skipping like an old disc man. How does that happen with today's technology? Depends on what station it was. There are some stations that still don't have all the technological advances and still play fucking CDs. Not many. So that's when it was broached that we would add a female to the show. And I've said it a bunch of times. I went to I, I went to Robinson. Just hire somebody that's hot. Okay. Well, we hired Dawn instead. We 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 hired Dawn. <laughs> He hired the Janet or Janice Soprano. That was the only celebrity she resembled. I remember people would ask me. I, I think I was in a bar one time or something with with, with Scab, and they said, "What? How, what does Dawn look like?" I said, "Have you ever seen the Sopranos?" Tony's sister, and I, I think I got a spit take from that. So that's how we started describing. But she joined the show, and lo and behold, I will say this right now. KLOS, Ooh, I don't think they, they shouldn't have that problem. First time I heard the magical and amazing voice that was brought to us from heaven on earth, a.k.a. Texas, was 1998 when I was in the 11th grade, okay? 1997, the year after I graduated school. <laughs> you hired Dawn instead, ha I didn't hire her. That was not me. But I will say this, um, Dawn could take a beating on the air. Dawn, uh, look, it, it, or, or Sal, or whatever I want to call her now, she could take a fucking royal ass whooping. Because we did. We beat the shit out of her on, verbally on the air. And, and it wasn't until we moved to Sacramento. Now, when that happened, we moved to Sacramento. I remember I was the lowest paid member of the morning show. I had to lie... And say I was making twenty grand in Greeno. That's right. I was doing morning radio, making twenty grand. Uh, I had to lie and say to Sacramento that that's what I was making. Sacramento, which by the way at the time was about eighty to ninety markets bigger, so they could have been able to pay us, but they decided they weren't going to, or at least I wasn't told that, because the other two were in management. One was the operations manager. One was the promotions director. So they're in management. So they're going to get paid more, right? And then there's Arnie, who, by the way, then becomes a producer of the show because I was the first producer. I didn't screen calls, but I had to put all the best of shows together. Oh, yes. Don't don't believe the hype, baby. I was the OG producer. Commercials, had to put those together. Sound effects, that's Arnie's job. I did all that, by the way. Didn't care. Loved it. Now, I lied, and I got like twenty-two dollars or $23,000 a year from Sacramento. <laughs> Not making dick. Didn't care. I was doing radio. First book comes out. We go from like 
19th to second. Next book comes out, we're number one. Third book comes out, we're number one in a two-to-one margin. And that's when Seattle came calling. Said, hey, we're going to pay you a whole shit ton of money. Literally more than ten times what I was making. And I said, oh, hell yeah. And I lived in that fucking dump in Seattle for six months. Hate that city. Cannot stand it. The people were pretty nice. I'll say that. But everything else sucked. Came back to Sacramento. They're like, you got to take a pay cut. We're like, yeah, we ain't going to take that big a pay cut. And we ended up not having to take that big a pay cut. Because they knew what they had and they knew what they were billing. And then we knew what we got. But that show I built from the fucking ground up. And it was taken away from me. Now, it's taken away from me, rightfully so, I guess, because I fucked up. I fucked up. I owned up to it. I was taking drugs. I was taking drugs. I fucked up. Haven't taken a drug since then. Nope. Now, why is it? I've always asked this question. Why is it that you saw how it worked the first time when I got DUI and I gave up drinking? And here we are almost 27 years later and I haven't had a drink. Why didn't you think that would happen with the other thing? Because we're almost eight years now. And somebody posted yesterday, oh, sorry to see that you're still sad about this. They took my fucking baby. They took something I created. They took this fucking work of art that I put fucking blood, sweat, and tears into, and they took it from me. And they made it seem like I had nothing to do with it whatsoever. So am I bitter and am I mad? You're goddamn right I am. Am I going to take the high road? Fuck no, I'm not. Fuck no, I'm not. I'm glad his wife kicked the shit out of him. I'm glad finally somebody gets to. God knows I'm a, if, if I'm her tag team partner, I am fucking reaching out right now for the tag. But if people want to know why, that's why. Because I was there from the get-go. I had a coffee mug pre-dawn. I had a t-shirt pre-dawn. And you want to take my name out of the show? And you want to replace it with, oh, let, let, let's talk about that, shall we? Anybody? Anybody? Well, you proved that not anybody could do what I did. Do you know why he kept that in there? He kept it in there so he didn't have to change radradio.com. That's what he thought of me. Anybody could do it. Uh, How when did Scab take the show independent away from the station ownership? Um, it was somewhere, it, it was in one of the renegotiations, and, and look here, I'll tell you this right now, he, he negotiated all our contracts, 
And he negotiated that in there because they were throwing a lot of money at us. I ain't going to lie. I ain't got nothing to lie about. Did I waste the money? Fuck yeah, I wasted it. I'm fucking awful. I, I have to live with that every day. Um, but didn't care. I still had cool shit. You know me. I like cool shit. Um, but he owned the show. That was in a contract negotiation, and we had creative control, something that pretty much no show ever gets, but we had it. And that creative control is why I wasn't a millionaire, because we could have been. I, I'm just, I'm just, look, that creative control blocked us from a lot of um, other markets, because people were scared of that. Uh, I'd like to announce my engagement to Tawny Katane. <laughs> Joe Murphy, you're the best. Oh, was that guy's name? Chuck. Uh, oh God, he was a. Uh, it was a pitcher for the Angels. Don't forget, before it was anybody, it was nobody. Such a yeah. Oh yeah. Oh thank you, thank you, Payne. I appreciate that. Or House of Pain. I shouldn't call you Payne because that's not a name I like to use. Um. House of Pain, yeah. It was robbed. Nobody know. I remember when I first heard that, I was fucking devastated. Like, I didn't listen to the show for a while. And then when I heard that, I was like, oh. Chuck Finley, that's it. Thank you, Stink Fist. Need to reach out to her again to compare notes off the record. Look, she's waiting for a payday. She ain't going to turn on him. Either she's waiting on a payday or he's got something on her. Allegedly. Allegedly. Angels pick, Wally Joyner played first base. Oprah, I don't know if y'all are on Reddit, but there's a recording of the police call. Oh, my. Well, I know what I'll be doing after this show. But they have it, 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 anybody still listening to them? Has he addressed that yet? Except he, he's he's addressed me more than he's addressed the fact that his wife was charged with felony domestic violence, or I'm sorry, booked. I apologize, booked on felony domestic violence charges. A, a, am I missing something here? A, a, am I missing the pure fucking stupidity? Uh, would love to hear the call, Arnie. Play it live. It, I, I I can't find. I don't know where it is. Uh, tuned in here. Side didn't say much about uh, because of his lawyer, but basically addressed you and said you and others don't know what you're talking about, and him and his wife are fine. Okay, thank you, Arnie, for the correction on Jordan. Jordan was first baseman. Can't even go way back and listen to sound files that were supposed to live forever. Uh, I just got done listing. It was 30 minutes of smoke and mirrors. Hold on a second. Oh, Tommy's listening. <laughs> Tommy said Chuck Finley. Uh, let's see. Disregard message. Uh, listening to Rob ramble on and on. Okay. People, let's see. Uh, go, so I was trying to join chat on your show, but it kept saying there was an error. I uh, should get to reach out. Thank you, Shannon. I appreciate that. You know what? Hold on a second here. Uh, sorry. Log in 
through through my site. That usually helps that. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's see, I'm already cheating on her with Tanya Harding. Uh, uh, let's see, radio calls and say at one point uh, he even cried like one of those televangelists that got caught with a hooker. <laughs> hey, Jimmy swaggered it. Brothers and sisters, I have sinned. <laughs> and by the way, hey, hey, Rob, fuck you for crying on the air, you fucking pussy. All those times you made fun of me for crying because my dad was on a plane on 9-11 or because my fucking dog died and you made fun of me? Well, fuck you, you pussy. Sorry. Sorry. Um, said Don and her husband are having a lot of behind-the-scenes issues we don't know about. What, does he have to carry her ever? They're blaming this on Rot... Well, Blaming this on Don and Gary? Oh. 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 That's so fantastic. No, I know. Chuck Finley, here we go. Okay, let's see. Ah, the zookeeper. Ah, let's see. Uh, where would I find that? Oh, do I have the. Do I have that app? I thought I had it yesterday, but I guess I don't. Somebody needs to look, look. Any of you guys that are on Reddit, I don't know who said it, but if you can find the police call, put that fucking link up on the Mixler board. I want to hear the damn police call. And Oprah, he said nobody's entitled to public record. Did he say that? Well, then why is it a public record? Oh, oh, safety guy might have it. Here we go. Go to link. Let's see what this is. Oh. Oh, my phone's ringing. Hold on. Yes, you're on the air. Hey, Arn. So, I, the first time I've listened to you because all the shit that happened, and I got to say, man, the moment I realized Rob was fake was like three months after you left, or I don't know what term you, before you got fucking screwed. By the way, who uh, who is this? Who am I talking to? Ryan. Okay, what's up, Ryan? Yeah, so um, Rob was on the air a, a few months after you were gone, and there was a story about a guy that was, like, dancing in the middle of an airport, and people were laughing at him. And all of a sudden, Rob turned into this blubbering vagina, and he's like, people can be so cruel. This guy's just out there trying to have fun. And it's like, man, the Rob that used to be with fucking Arnie would have ripped this guy because, like, you're dancing in the middle of a fucking airport. You're stupid. <laughs> but And when he did that, I quit listening that day because I knew he was just faking shit. He switched his personality just like that. Wow. Well, you know, I, I heard that things had changed dramatically uh, because, shocking, I never listened. I mean, they, they forced right. me to work with dog shit and jerk off in the afternoon, which was fucking painful as hell. But, uh, but Ryan, I appreciate that you're listening, and uh, I hope that you, you, you stick around and listen to more of this show because, 
not all shows are like this. This is just me getting to to flex a little bit today. Well, I gotta be honest with you, man. I, when I hear when I see people on Reddit talk, they say, "Oh, Arnie's show doesn't it doesn't sound very good." I think it sounds great. I think it sounds like what was missing from the old morning show. This is awesome. Thank you, my friend. I I, I truly appreciate that because uh, I only have three rules on this show. You have to be consistent. You have to use logic and fuck your feelings. That and, yeah. and 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 I'm on the internet, so I can say cool shit like fuck and piss and cunt and all those kind of things. So this is the most real show you'll ever hear. I love it. I think it's great. Well, hey, Ryan, tell everybody that you know about it. I will. I got my buddies gonna listen later. So. All right, my man. Well, hey, you have a great day, my friend. Thanks for calling. You too. Look at that, man. Getting calls. Uh, mug shots are out there. Using that wife two forty two RP fourteen times. Huh? Right, I'll listen to that later. I'll, I'll try to figure out, and I'll figure out. Uh, it's missing bratty kid in the studio. Comments turned off for all the scabs. Show Instagram. Uh, Arnie sounds great, but your phone sucks. Check the fan site. Okay, hold on a second here. Let me go to the uh, Arnie State Show Super Fans page. <laughs> Fucking V Coop, just goddamn. Wait, which fan site? I'm not getting anything. I've just got the, uh, got that. Hmm. Let's see, I'm scrolling, scrolling. This is great radio. Here's me scrolling. Um, all right. Um, Guardians named Stephen Vaught as, as new manager. <laughs> Uh, welcome, Ryan, to the best show in the world. Don't waste your time with other shitty shows. Thank you, Darren. Wow, in that Reddit, it says, Producer Kyle, the fat, uh, fast kid, had sex with his unconscious girlfriend. What the hell has that show become? She said consent was given but after, but that's still rapey. Guess he's off the show now. Oh, the other replacement they tried to get for me? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's the part that... Uh, one part that makes me laugh is that they thought that, that Brandon could replace me. And I, I guess, oh, by the way, by the way, Moose on Skates is mine. I came up with Moose on Skates. Pisses me off they still use that. And they still use the paid thing, it's mine. But once again, I'm merely a photo booth. I didn't contribute to the show. The show has always been about transparency, but lately we've been ha had personal issues behind the scenes so no one is aware of. Well, then you're not very fucking transparent, are you? We were fucking transparent as shit with me, weren't we? You want to talk about transparency? You want to talk about transparency? Fucking suicide attempt? Alcoholism? Somebody, somebody said yesterday, and I don't know if they were talking to Rob or they were talking to me, and I tried not to fucking jump all the way down their throat with both feet. Somebody said somebody shouldn't throw stones with glass or shouldn't throw stones at glass houses. I'd like to know what fucking glass house I've been living in. Y'all know my shit. My shit is out there. What am I gonna hide from? I'm not running for office. Probably should.
why did they fire Pink Got Guy? All of a sudden, he was so good. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Pink Got Guy is. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, hey, man, hey, look. If I spend the whole show on this today, I, I hope that you ask family members can understand why. This is this is so cathartic to me. Uh, he actually got the ticket. Oh, it was on the KCRA feed. Okay. Well. Let's see. Okay, got that. Okay, thank you. Uh, Shannon, I hope you're able to listen. Uh, shit writes itself. It really does. If you had a great lawyer, but Arnie, what you had was uh, here is gold, man. I appreciate that. Let's see, uh, KCRA, KCRA. Uh, let's go to their website. Do they have any mug shots up? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Sacramento. Oh, there we go. Okay, there's this story about it. They don't have any mug shots there. Auto accidents and catastrophic injuries aren't just in... Shut up. I'm a Jim Adler fan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm looking at stuff. Okay, good. She's listening now. Okay, this is crazy. Keep it going, therapy man. Get it out of your lines. Okay. Did he really pull a full Hartman? Is there a mug shot? I need a new coffee cup. There is one out there. There there, there is one that's floating around out there. I want to see her, but but Brady Kid says there's new ones. Uh, let's see. Uh, Does keep up the hard work. Isn't it funny? Somebody just texted me that's been 18 months they've been sober and asked, does it get any easier? And I said, no, it doesn't get any easier, but it gets better. Your life will improve dramatically. 18 months, you keep up that hard work. I want to see her mugshot. I plugged your show for about 12 times on KCRA. Every time they reposted story, it looks like it worked. Thank God. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, uh, Zach, there are plenty of mugshots out there. They're all over. Uh, if, if you go to their Reddit feed, they're on there. Boy, them people on Reddit, I tell you what, there's some good people on there, and then there are some big-time apologists on there. And, hey, look, look, I know what that show meant to people. You see, they do research on radio shows, and they and, and people will, will they'll ask. And we're part of your life. A lot of you guys listen for fucking hours at a time. We weren't just some five-minute commute. People listen to our show for hours. And they were a part of it. And we took phone calls, and we were there. 9-11 happened. We were there. And why were we there? Because that's what, we, that's what our jobs were. 
Our jobs were to entertain people. My job, why I do what I do, is I want to make you forget about having to go to work. My job is to entertain you and take your mind off whatever nightmares you have going on at work or whatever nightmares you're coming home from at home. Now, today I've been using this time for a little self-service. I hope you don't mind. I know you don't because I'm making it entertaining. And so are you. Hours try decades. No, Mage, I, Mage, I totally understand. And this is why. I was very protective of that show. And I, and, and I did not. I remember one time. And there was nothing more than I, I liked more than being recognized in public. And it wasn't to feed my ego. In a way, it did because it showed that the show was working. I would love when people come up to me. And I remember I was, I was out with some friends one night. And uh, somebody saw me in a grocery store. And they asked to take a picture with me and asked me to sign something, which I would always do. Why? Because it's, it's free to be nice to people. Were there times I didn't want to be nice and I wanted to be left alone? Absolutely, but I didn't sign up for that. That wasn't my job. If I'm in the public eye and I'm in public, then people are going to say stuff to me. And I have to, earn, I have to, I have to deal with it. Um, and somebody in my group said, why do you want his autograph? He's only on the radio. And I, 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 I told that person afterwards, I was like, please don't ever say that to another person who comes up to me. These people pay my salary. These are the people, these are the reason I get up at 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't get up to hear my shitty voice because I have a terrible radio voice. I've been told that by consultants. I've been told that by a lot of people. That's okay. I woke up to entertain you because I knew I was funny. My talent, look, my, my, my personality got me in the door. My talent, my work hard, uh, it kept me there. But I was always, I'm very protective of that. I was very protective of that show. And what they did to it is a crime. And I'm equally as protective of this show, if not more. What's worse than losing your father during 9-11 when he was, when he was flying one of those planes? Thank you. You are family, Ralphie says, for decades. Thank you. Listen to the dispatch recording. Uh, parties have multiple incidents and are known to be uncooperative. That's what it says, okay. This show has been A+. Our Instagram is now private. Uh, still waiting for you to take my time off going to work. Yeah, ain't going to happen. Someone posted on Reddit, it can't have guns in the house with a DV person. Ooh. This is what some people didn't get. You guys were like my friends. I was a member and listened to you so many hours between the shows, six hours, additional content. It wrecked me when you were off the show. Yeah. I Hey, believe me, it did a lot worse to me. Arnie, your show is astastic. Well, thank you. Both James Duhon and myself both listened to that morning show. <laughs> 
Uh, shit, still to this day, I can sing some songs without <laughs> inserting the uh, Arnie lyrics because they were ingrained in my brain. I was devastated when they eliminated you. Arnie was the reason I listened. Astastic is a wonderful word, Battleborn. It's free to be nice people. Absolutely 100% true statement right there, which is why you are AIG. You get it. You understand. Always have. I'll tell you this right now. Now, I'm not always a nice person. You come at me the wrong way, then you come at me. And and I have to say this, that's not always true. Because with the good in public, picture taking, autograph signing, all that kind of stuff. Hey, I've signed plenty of boobs. I've lived the rock star lifestyle. But I've also been on the, 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 the other side. No, I've told this story on the show, but for all the new people who are listening, my dad and I were at the Galleria in Roseville. We were going down the escalator by Nordstrom. I remember every part of this story. And a guy was coming up. He looked at me, he goes, you fucking suck and so does your show. And he just kept going up. Now, this is some mealy mouth fucking guy who I would have ended in a second. And my dad's with me. And I just said, I looked at him and said, hey, thanks for listening to the show. My dad looks at me and goes, why did you not beat the shit out of him? I go, dad, because he's listening. I said, that shows it works. This person, hey, I was the persona that you either loved or fucking hated. There, was n- there wasn't a whole lot of in-between ground with my persona on that show. I used to tell women they could always lose another 10 pounds. Now, did I, did I really believe that? Absolutely not. I worked with the biggest bulimic failure in the history of time, Dawn. That was, that was so mean on so many levels. Oof. Oof. That one stung. Dawn Key, world's worst bulimic. Um, respect is a uh, two-way street, given and gotten. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I told my dad, I said, the show's, the show's working. I'm doing my job. He looked at me and he goes, okay, I can live with that. I don't know if I talk in this uh, like uh, consequence of listening to you or listen because you have the same fucked up thoughts as I do. I love the times I type something you can't even say here, and you just snicker. Yeah. A four zero three three five five seven. I don't know what that is. Hut. So you can't have guns with domestic violence charge in the house. Well, I'm sure they'll get that dropped because he's not going to give up anything. I mean, I mean, like if, if if I if I was a staggering alcoholic, which I was, and I had fallen down and hit in a wine rack, do you know the first thing I would do is probably get rid of said wine rack number one. I can only hope that the wine rack. I've never thought about this. I'd like to see a picture of the wine rack. 
because if it's a wine rack that looks like a stone that you can put bottles in, that was one of my first Christmas gifts to Rob. Oh, please let it be that one. Oh, I've ne- I haven't even thought of this. We just had an epiphany on the show. Like, like when I first started with it, like we used to give each other really expensive gifts, and I, I would try to do as much as I could. And I remember I got in one of these stones. It looked like a, like, like a big boulder, and it had, like, wine bottle holes cut in it. And I thought, oh, that's cool because he doesn't have one. And I gave it to him. Oh, please let that be the wine rack. When you were in Boot Barn in Rockland, the Sawyer's mom told you I was a fan and that I hadn't listened to you since uh, you're gone. She wasn't lying. I still to this day have not turned that shit on, never will. In my uh, book, loyalty is more important than money, and those two have no loyalists and hopefully no money now, too. It's going to be going away. Uh, Was it a black wine rack? No, it wasn't. Wine rack looks African-American. Well, we can guess that the wine rack is now empty. He drank it all before he got in his car. (laughs) Oh, poor old scab. Poor old scab. You know, and this is something I never, ever got. Maybe, look, as family lady members on the show... Please don't don't show me your loyalty here. I want to know what was it? Was it his money? Was it his false bravado because he had me behind him at all times? But what made him such a piece of ass? Like, look, look, Warbird. I've known Warbird for a long time. Warbird's a happily married guy, beautiful wife. But there was a time. When Warbird was pulling more wool than a fucking blacksmith's apron, okay? I mean, I mean, honestly. I mean, seriously. I got it. Good-looking guy. I think he did some, like, modeling. I get it. I get it. I never got the rub. Like, I never, ever, I never understood that. I mean, more power to him. He did slay a lot of ass back in the day. I still don't get it. Hangtown Jen says he was a piece of ass. Oh, God. People would fall. Oh, God, you're such a handsome guy. I I guess he wrote those emails himself. I don't know. I saw a Reddit meme of Kevin Owens getting RKO'd from Randy Orton with the caption, Rob for Owens, Christina Wellen, Reinrack, and Randy was the ring named Auburn. (laughs) I've seen it, too. Never found him attractive. I always disliked Rob. Everything about him was unattractive. Everything. Tim and Nicole. Oh, oh, hold on a second. Tim and Nicole are here? We got to say good morning to Tim and Nicole. Uh, let's see. Zach says money. It has to be his money. Ralphie says, I honestly have no idea. Tim and Nicole says, no idea. I always thought he was revolting. I uh, Look. And he got attractive chicks. Ralphie says he uh, always looked creepy to me. Sure, if you're into the little Richie Cunningham type. Been here since 645. Oh, sorry. Well, you didn't log in. So I I need to start playing that for you. 
I guess you guys are people one and two. Uh, you know, two like to talk in metaphors like uh, you as a jukebox. Maybe the wine rack is Christina. I, uh, photo booth. Photo booth. Jukebox. I, I'd look, I wouldn't mind being a photo, a, a jukebox. As someone who did listen to the show since the good old days, I never understood how anybody found that guy attractive. Tiny little pasty balding guys aren't my thing. His bravado did absolutely nothing for me. I, like I said, I always wondered what it was. I, and, and, and look, whatever, it, that, it's okay. I'm, I'm not judging you for it. See, this is the one thing that, that if you're new to this show, I'll talk a lot of shit, and we usually talk a lot of politics on this show, but I will never begrudge you your opinion and your feelings on something when it comes down to it because I don't know if I'm right. I ask a lot of questions. And if you found him attractive, that's okay. I'm just asking what made him attractive because I didn't get it. But you did, and that's okay. I always thought he looked like someone going through chemo. I used to call the motherfucker Powder. Anybody see that movie about that albino kid that, that, that like brought a deer back to life in that movie Powder? I used to call Rob Powder. And he's a bad dresser in my opinion. Well, he became... He became a really bad dresser when he got married because he thought he had a pass. Brother thought he was Steve Harvey. Shit. It had to be his fame. Girls thought he had money, sadly. Sometimes that's all it takes. Okay. XO Christian says, hey, buddy, the fall of the mighty Robin is my Roman Empire. All I had was my model looks. <laughs> well, don't forget your rocket arm. You jackass. Uh, was that deer hit by a Corvette with a drunk driver? I, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. That is so funny. But like I said, look, look this, I know that I, there are a lot of new people here, and they're trying to justify, well, should I? Should I be? Look, if you don't like the show, no big deal. It's okay. I say a lot of things on this show. I say a lot of mean things on this show. I don't care. If you don't like it, no big deal. I don't dislike you. You just don't like the way I talk. Okay. Hey, good luck to you. That's all I got to say. Why do I want to hold any bad feelings toward you because you don't like my show? I don't care. I like my show. You don't like the Dallas Cowboys? I don't care. I do. I fucking hate them right now because Dak Prescott sucks. That fucking dickhead ruined the... Once again, once again, Rangers win the World Series. I'm on cloud fucking nine. Longhorns barely beat Kansas State, but still beat Kansas State. Why? Because they wanted me to have a great weekend. Texas wins. By the way, Rob gets arrested for... And charged, not charged, booked on DUI. Phenomenal. The only thing that could make it better would be the Cowboys winning. That would be the I would have bought lottery tickets today. Fucking Dak Prescott has to throw it short of the end zone. You fucking dick. I remember you calling him powder. I called him that one day while getting his brine and he got pissed. That brine was the only thing about the old show I still get. Fucking God, I, I will tell you this right now. 
I truly hated peddling all that shit. I hated the cookbooks. Because I, I was, I did, and Braddy Kid tells me I should put out a cookbook because I've been cooking a lot lately. If y'all would have seen the hush puppies I tried to make last week, y'all would be like, nope, do not get a cookbook. Those things were scorched. I, I, I'm never trying to make those again. I failed at such an epic level on those. But what I hated was sign, I hated signing the cookbooks because we had to do that during the show. Pain in the ass. But I did it. Why? Because it was my job. The crappy videos that we all had to do, like, I will tell you this right now. Not many people, if you want to go back and watch something that's absolutely hysterical, don't forget the Sooners lost, too. Shit, that's right, the Sooners fucking lost to Oklahoma State and Mike Gundy and his mullet. Phenomenal. The fucking quarterback for USC lost to Washington and went in the stands and cried to his mama. I was going to spend a lot of time on that subject today. You can't cry at that level when you ask to be part of ownership. But no, I have to talk about this instead. Anyone new listening or giving a try, this is not a usual show. We talk about dick and fart jokes, politics, Florida, sports, personal struggles, it's like a big family reunion where we talk about all kinds of shit, share together, laugh, piss each other off. But at the end, we leave the show feeling good and knowing we have each other's backs with full honesty and support. That's what this show means to me. Let me say something about Oak. And I, I love all of my ass family. Man. And that's why I call you the ass family. You're not maggots to me. You're not, you're not below me. We're, we're a family. You guys make this show run. Ogre's one of the smarter people that I've ever met in my lifetime. He's a good man. He's he's a respectable father. He's a good provider to his family. And he and I, he and I do not see eye to eye on certain things. And he's called me out a number of times. I've had to admit that I was wrong. That's one thing that I will do on this show, and you can ask Ogre. I will admit when I'm wrong. When I'm wrong about something, I will admit it. When Dak Prescott wins the Super Bowl for the Cowboys, I will have to eat a big gigantic. Wait a second. That's never going to fucking happen. I do not like the taste of crow, but I've had it a number of times. I don't know why I keep ordering it, but it's okay because we can move on, and that's how we learn. That's how we learn as a people. Uh, Stackar says we need to call those DUI TV commercial lawyers numbers giving them scams info. Dak was also short on the two-point conversion. Don't you forget that. No, no, I thank you, Warbird. I appreciate that. Uh, by the way, uh, Texas, the most impressive win in college football this year, it was decided Texas over Alabama at Alabama. Just say it. By the way, great game against LSU. And his, ga- his sign, but Warbird was on game day. You can buy way better brines from McCormick. I hate to admit I you still use the cookbook. That's okay. It's okay. Do you make ice from it? Because that was one of my contributing points. Like, I didn't have recipes, and now I do have some recipes, but, you know, like my baked beans. Oh, by the way, oh, holy shit. I made fucking biscuits and gravy this week. I almost cried how good the gravy was. That was the best gravy I've ever had in my life. In my life. 
Arnie's recipe for ice was one of the best ones. I, I enjoyed the ice and the toast. Fred says it was just reported KCRA has an entire news report on the yeah, yeah so does Fox 40 in, in Sacramento. Uh, I'm not completely blaming Dak. Uh, yeah, it was Dak's fault. Really, it was a, a bad non-call asses. Yeah, oh, hey, hey, Oklahoma got screwed in that game. But their their coach, ooh, pardon me. i got to be careful with those sneezes. Still haven't had a bloody nose, knock on wood. Um, The coach still, he's got to hold it together. He can't get a 15-yard penalty. I understand it was a bullshit call. We got we got two or three bullshit calls against us. Big 12 does not want, and they got their way this week with Oklahoma. They might leave us alone now, but I doubt it. You want you if you want to watch and, and Harrison, forgive me. If you want to watch a call game that is going to be so one sided, wait for the Texas Texas Tech game. Just wait for that game. They do not want Texas winning the, the fucking Big 12 championship the last year they're there and then going to the SEC. They don't want that, and that's why it happened to Oklahoma. Sounds like you need to learn uh, is to lower, slower cooking, frying. You can boil at any temp. Oh, gold. Hey, you know what, gold? I'm going to listen to you because you helped me out with my poached egg problem. See, you said, you said cook them lower and longer. Bingo, my friend. This weekend, I had a biscuit sandwich with a poached egg that instead of waiting for the water to get hot and simmer, I just put the egg in there when the water, when I turned on the, the cooker and cooked it for extra long. Came out perfect. So thank you, Gold. Uh, every Thursday, we talk about man whoring. <laughs> we do. We, we have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, an award-winning sex worker, world-recognized. World World-recognized, award-winning sex worker, Joe Murphy. Draymond Green got a full-on soccer kicked in his nuts last night, and it was karma. Okay. Preach, Elger. You used to have been great uh, newest family member. I specifically bought a refrigerator that makes Arnie's ice recipe. Dave Coe, long time. Look, you guys, a lot of y'all have been around since the, the get-go, and I love each and every one of you. I love all the new people that are checking out the show. Hey, give it a listen. If you want to hear the truth, if you don't want to hear me hiding behind bullshit, go right ahead. That was Saints-Rams bad in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, it was. It was total bullshit. Uh, Arnie, I have a great ice recipe and splash of pickle juice. I have an idea. This Thanksgiving to brine a turkey, then smoke it. Anyone have tips, recipes, or am I retarded for trying this? No, not at all. Not at all. I prefer the rotisserie turkey because that, to me, is more flavorful, but not the world's biggest smoked meat fan. I mean, I like ribs. I don't like smoked turkey, though. Smoked turkey and smoked chicken, not a big fan. But, hey, good luck to you. And there's plenty of decent brines out there that you can get. Got me talking about fucking brine. By the way, I hate turkey, though. Would it be stolen valor if you gave Joe a purple heart for being wounded? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, but you know what, though? I don't think Joe would have a problem with it. See, and that's another thing that this show brings is characters. <laughs> we actually do have characters. People will call into the show. Mage calls into the show. Mage is our token Asian. So anytime we have Asian issues, like... Slides off limits to ching-chongs. See, Mage says that's okay. And then, uh, of course, we, we have Stackar, who's our resident Indian. And we're talking, we're talking call center Indian, not, you know, casino Indian. 
I'm still looking for an official casino Indian member of the show. Ogre says the, and I mean the only good part of Brian selling audio persistent was your Rob. Can I Brian the turkey oven? Oh, yeah. What? Who do you think sold the brine? I sold the brine with that shit. Nobody tastes the brine. Nobody tastes the brine. Why did people buy it? It's because it was a fucking funny product. Why? Well, oh, yeah, I got a. I mean, oh, by the way, 1 800 Butterball is open and ready to work. <laughs> so, on the KCR News Report, they talk about you, Arnie. So he is still trying to make money off your name. What a dick. Yeah, well, I, I've heard my name was mentioned. Brian, that turkey, and yes, the smoke will taste awesome. Be careful with the wood you choose. Light flavors like apple are great. Buttermilk brine and deep fried is my favorite ways that you can make turkey. Uh, Bradster says, uh, today Rob set a precedent for being transparent and truthful, and that's why his fans now expect so much information from him. Right, right. He set a precedent. That's funny, ass Blasterson. Uh, piece of shit even used the case in to plug a show. He said he would address the arrest on Monday at 8 a.m. on his broadcast, which can be accessed online. No, 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 hey, 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 hey. Bradster, see. That's one thing I will say I respect him for. I will say this right now. Of, I, will, I will respect that for him because he taught me at an early age. In broadcasting. If I have something to say, don't say it somewhere else. I'll say it on my show. I want people to come to my show to hear it. And this is why I am going to do a stand-up show and tell the entire truth about what happened, including some new material that I've got. I'm working on it. But you're going to have to hear it there. You ain't going to get to hear it here. Uh, new listeners, it's almost butterball turkey calls, and you have not called England in a while. Yeah, I don't think I have a foreign plan. And, and the, the English guys, they were only good that one time. Uh, you can just brine turkey and apple juice, and it turns out pretty damn good. All right. Deep fried is good. I'm also married to a casino Indian. Oh, Ralphie, you're married. Oh, you got a casino. You're oh, there we go, Ralphie. You know what, Ralphie? You are our casino Indian. Because if I were to say, did, did, is that how I got you? Hey, you got any Indian in you? You want some? So there, there you go, Ralphie. We got it. That's fantastic. I'm gonna have to add to this now, Ralphie. I'm going to have to add to... Like a pink nightmare. <laughs> Surely you'll be coming to SAC for this day. Oh, that, that, that's the plan. Look, either SAC or Reno, one of the two. And, and, and look here. I ain't going to do it in the wintertime because I want people to be able to either come up from SAC or come down from Reno, one of, one of the two. Oh, gosh. Joe Murphy has a, 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 I got beat up by, by a chick. Uh, okay, hold on. I got to call this number. Okay, hold on. Okay. Uh, one. 
this is this is a Joe Murphy thing here. Uh, eight. Three, three, seven, four. Let's see what Murph has given us. It's better work, Joe. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Damn it to hell, Joe. Hello. Uh, is this the, uh, the, uh, the abuse hotline? You know, Indian. Yes, it is. Joe, you're, you're, you're killing me. I, be, I believe. Did you call the right number, sir? Yes, I I, I, I think so. Uh, you know what? Let me try to call it back in a little bit. Oh, man. Andy Ace says, I tuned in this morning, and as of 8.30, I hadn't addressed anything. He actually joked several times about the weekend he had. He's definitely not taking it seriously. Of course he's not. Of course he's not. Uh, he addressed it around eight, which is a giant nothing burger. Well, there you go. It's shocking, shocking that he didn't. I, I, I sh you know, I, I should have gone online last night, but I didn't want to because then, then I would have given in to him. I'm gonna let him. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him enough rope to where he can hang himself on this. I knew he wasn't gonna say anything. Did y'all really think that he was gonna come clean? This man, quote man. You think it was going to come clean? Where will the show be? I'm not sure yet. I, I'm still working on it. If you know people that have big booking halls, you you tell them, hey, Arnie wants to play there and, and really not pay a lot of money to play there and then, you know, split the proceeds with you. Some of Reno-ass families should go up to the Brian Palooza event wearing mugshot T-shirts. Uh, he literally said he could have hid everything if he wanted to. Well, he is. He's hiding it right in the. He, he's hiding it right in the right wide open because he's not addressing it. On the advice of his lawyer. Now, why would he say that? <clears throat> now, a part of me. Is looking at this, going, okay, this is him being his his P.T. Barnum self. Um, thinking that this might, this is the ultimate stunt to to pull, to pull off numbers next week because he knows he needs them. I mean, this is a pretty elaborate stunt, and that's why I can't think it's a stunt. I mean, we're getting law agencies involved in, in, in a radio stunt. I'm going to go back to something here. Hold on a second here. Um... Everybody's got Instagram, right? Shit, I, my shit is blown up. Okay. Let's see something here. I'm going to read his statement. 
on advice uh, on the advice of his attorney. Friday, November third, I was arrested and charged with misdemeanor DUI. Well, wait a second. He was, he just said he was charged. He just said he was charged. Did anybody get that? Anybody pick that up? There is no excuse or justification for that. So he admits it. There is no excuse. Uh, it's beyond an error of judgment. It's despicable and could have turned out much worse than it did. Thank God no one else was involved in any way or injured. Not only were the Auburn, California professionals and courteous, but they may have saved a life, including mine. I'll address these events and others, which as much transparency as I can Monday morning. That's the part where I knew right then and there that we weren't getting shit from him. He posted that statement prior to his attorney seeing it, and according to him, shut up. Shut up. He's now not even living up to his own statement? Who is he, Sam Bankman-Fried? There you go. That's a topical reference for all you new people. Uh Uh-huh. See, I'm up on top of things. Genius. (laughs) What? (laughs) Did he listen to Shaggy this morning? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't post that. (laughs) Beep. No shit. I mean, that was, that's the quickest backup I've ever seen. Well, well, I I released that before I I, I talked to my lawyer. So what you're saying is you released the truth, and now your lawyer wants you to not tell the truth. Uh, Did he run off the road? Uh, It says in the report, all I saw in there was there are multiple violations. That's all. Uh, oh, who's calling me from Plano? Hold on. Uh, hello? Good morning. This is, hi, this is Natalie on the King's office. Is this Arnie? Yeah, I will be at my appointment tomorrow at 2.15. You got it. Thank you much. Thank you. I, I hate missing their calls. Sorry. Um, Shannon just texted me that, that she doesn't get to listen to the radio a lot. Uh, <laughs> Shannon, here's the good thing. You don't have to listen live. All you got to do is go to ArnieRadio.com. You hit join there. Yes, I have to charge $5 a month. Hopefully someday I get a lot of big sponsors and everything can be totally free. But rectal exam, yes. Um, $4.99 a month, and there are thousands of shows on there. So you don't have to listen live to me. You can listen to me later on in the day. And it's just as good. Um, But it's good to have you back, Shannon. Because I know how much of a loyal fan you were back in the Dizay as I should say. So his angle will be, I was feel, <laughs> fleeing abuse and had no choice. I don't, huh? See, he can't say that because she was already gone. Right? Right, she, the, the alleged, uh, the booking, that she was booked at 4.30? He got his at 8? 4.30 comes before 8. Don't know if you read this, but there's a booking report. Uh, I uh, don't know if it's related or an unlucky consequence. No, no, it's uh, it, it it's the same one. 
I'm just waiting on the mug shot. Uh. You know, they're fighting hard not to get that released. He can't say his wife hit him. They're a team. You betcha. One united couple. She's great. Never mind the man behind the curtain. Now he's calling DV tough love. <laughs> no, he's not. Please tell me that you're making that up. <laughs> Fucking wine rack was awful, love. Good God. Take that shit back. Tough love. It's kind of like when the priests are fucking molesting the kids. They're just really teaching them about Jesus. One of the news reports says the release of the mugshot could be up to law enforcement discretion. Fucking phenomenal. This is so great. <laughs> Ryan just texted. He said, thanks, Arn Sarney, asking to see your suicide scars at Roseville Hyundai, a toy drive back in the day. No problem. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. It's the old joke. Once you go black, you're going to need a wheelchair. Yes, it's a domestic violence joke. Uh, won't pass the mug shot. Freedom of information, motherfucker. Oh, I can get it. I, I know I can get it. Uh, let's see. Uh, yes, you're on the air. Who's this? This is uh, Oh, Murph, what's up, buddy? Hey, well, I had to come through, you know. You know, when I listen to the song, and, uh, and, and it's, uh, you know, I always things are going through my head. I'm always thinking because, you know, a lot of people write down their bits and, and things like that. Well, I, let me get rid of this. I'm going to kill somebody in a minute here. Anyway. So, um, I never write anything down. I just come up with new crap. Um, so, I tried to do a bit when they gave me that phone number to call. Mm-hmm. And what do I do? I answered the call. Hey, hey Joe. <laughs> I'm supposed to let it go to voicemail, but I thought the monogram or the three letters, I who was calling, and I answered it. It's like, Joe, that doesn't. Hold on a second, Joe. Yeah, you're on the air. Hold, Joe, you're on hold. Who's this? Uh, this is Katie. Hey, what's up, Katie? How are you? Uh, not much, Arnie. Good to hear you on the air again. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hey, I just sent you an email with the mugshot. With hers? Uh, no, with his, but we're searching for hers. Yeah, I, I got his. His is kind of in the corner. Like, it kind of disheveled. Yeah, like he's not caring too much about it, yeah. sitting there relaxing with his arms up. Yeah, yeah, I, I've got that one. That's that's already at the T-shirt makers. Perfect. We'll be buying one. All right. Well, you have a good day. And if you find her, send it to me. Sounds good. Hey, put that bad news over happy music back on the air. We miss it. All right. I'll think about it. <laughs> Thanks, Arnie. Bye. Uh, uh, Joe wouldn't hold on. Joe, Joe, don't get mad. Joe, Joe I had to take the call. Um not bad news unless it happens to you. Joe's phone sounds like he's taking, talking on a potato. Um, look, we love Joe Murphy on this show. Joe Murphy is the truth. But when other people call, I got to give other people a chance. Joe was trying to do a bit. Didn't work. Okay. Stephen King wants to send me a message. Not that Stephen King. Uh, 
Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate that. Uh, Potato Murphy, are you making a fucking Irishman joke? Uh, gotta say, Arnie, today was a great show, and yes, that means all the previous shows sucked. <laughs> that was one of my favorite things to do on the air. God, your show was so great yesterday. Oh, sorry, the past 10 years have sucked. <laughs> look, look, this was my, my job back in the day was to be a fucking asshole, and I was really good at it. By the way, still am. Oh, God. I'll never forget when when I took, when I went to work with dog shit and jerk off. We needed to have some kind of game or something. So I suggested the old stump the, the, stump the radio show. And it's something that I, I walked into as an intern. And the stump the, the radio show was, you get one question and one question only. Shit, Joe's now calling me on this phone. Yes, Joe, you're on speakerphone now. Oh, are we still broadcasting? Yes, we're still broadcasting, Joe. I'm on for another 15 or 20 minutes. Okay, because my uh, phone shows the entertainment has ended, which that happened a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we love you, Joe. This is why you are an intrigue. You you are an integral part. And by the way, you kicked my ass this week in the picks. You went like, uh, hold on a second, I got the sheet right here. You went nine and four. I went six and seven. I've only got a one game lead on you. Hold on a second, hey Taylor, put your clothes on, girl. Time for you to leave. All right, Joe, I got to let you go, buddy. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that shit again. I fell for it once, Joe. I got to go. Okay, well, when you do some research when you get off the air, and for all the listeners, thanks so much for tuning in. It's awesome that, that, that so many people are listening. I love it. All right, see you, Joe. Uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, who's on this show usually on Thursdays or whenever he wants, uh, but we talk sports, and he had a great week of picking. Um, I just always remember Arnie the asshole on the show saying us gals could lose 20 pounds. It was 10. It was 10. I would never go up to 20. That would be rude. <laughs> but you see, that was my job on the show. But So I brought this game, and you get one question, one question only. The, the, the truth of the matter is, is that we tried to stump people. We tried to fuck people up. <clears throat> and the way to do that is, is they call the show, and they go, uh, yeah, I want to stump the morning show or stump the show. We go, okay, who's this? Oh, my name's Joe. Hey, Joe, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, and that's your one question. You see, you get one question. 
And I would, it, it, and oh God, nothing pissed me off more than ruining contests. And 98 Rock, I will say this about 98 Rock, had a tendency and a fucking tenacity to ruin every good radio contest there was. And then they come up with a water drinking contest. Jesus Christ, get out of the industry. But when I took it to the afternoon show, dog and dog and dog shit and jerk off didn't get the bit. The bit was is we want to hang up on as many people as possible. We want more people to fucking call. We don't want to end it after one. And they were like, "Oh, Artie, you can't say anything to him. You can't say anything to him." I'm like, "You you don't understand the whole fucking thing." Oh, and by the way, when we went to the afternoon show, everybody had a computer in front of them, and we all cheated. When we would talk in circles, we were all cheating. Except me. Somebody, everybody used to go, how many strikeouts did Nolan Ryan have? 5,714. Bam, go by. Uh, that was the funniest shit ever. He still tells me I can stand to lose 10 pounds. Well, you know, you're my wife. Uh, and if you ever have the chance to meet him, he won't ever mention the fact that you need to lose 10 pounds because it's a bit. He's such a fucking genuine person, 100% true friend, AIG. Thank you, Hangtown Jen. And I feel the same about you and Hangtown Mike. You guys are the truth. I love you guys. Gold says, I still use the 10-pound state to knock the stuck-up ones down a notch. See? You see? Once again, once again, I'm a giver. I give you all this. This is I, these are gifts. These jokes I tell they're for you. Use them today. Look, I recycled a joke today. What do you call a flat-chested emo girl? A cutting board. What? what what's the best part? <laughs> I want to tell this joke so bad, and I'm going to tell it right now. Hey. What's the best part about dating a black girl? You never have to meet her father. I bet there's somebody I could call to find out if that's true. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes I just make myself laugh. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Uh, my, they first thought, uh, the waterboarding contest and thought it was too dangerous. So they just went and have drink the water. What's the worst that could happen? He told, I had to lose 10. She gained 200. And that's high praise. Cause I'm the sweet dick of my crew who can think on a dime with insults. There you go. I thought you were going to say flat chested emo girl equals Rob Williams. No, no. That's a punching bag. Oh, my God. I want to sell those. I want to sell those. Do, do we know anybody in the boxing industry? We can either get a speed bag or a heavy bag, and we, we can put Rob's picture on it. Now, I know he's probably going to beat me to the punch. Pun totally intended. How great would that be to, to purchase the Rob Williams punching bag? Don't let Christina have all the fun. Oh, God, I know I'm going to hell. 
Uh, for new listeners, this part is called Arnie doing the show for himself. Yeah, pretty much. Sometimes I do that. Uh, what do you get when you get a black woman? Buy one, get one free from Delta from school. Jesus. Uh, you have to wear black gloves. I dated a black girl. She said, go harder. I thought she said, go hard R. Oh, man. Wine rack sold separate. Seriously, like, honestly, honestly, let me ask this question. Rob, I know you're going to listen to this. Dawn, you're fat. I know you're listening. God damn. And you broke your shoulder. Were you trying to eat it? Were you reaching down for a nugget? Oh, I got nothing but fucking vitriol and hate for you, too. But I'll say this. <clears throat> Rob, why won't you tell the truth? Hmm? Why won't you tell the truth about everything? About everything. Why don't you and I, you know what, we, we can do a free panel. I'll have to sit really far away from you, but I'll do it. If you're willing to come out and tell the truth, the truth starting with whatever questions I have, you can ask me questions too, but I have a lot of questions, and all I'd like is the truth. Now, I'm past the point of suing you for money that you owe me or anything like that. All now I want is some truth, and I don't want closure on it because it's not going to be closure. Because once again, let me address this. I was not built that way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I let you down by saying I'm not the person that's going to take the high road because I've never been that person. And I know it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to hide behind some bullshit and say, oh, I'm going to try to be the bigger person. No, I'm going to fucking hold it against you probably for the rest of my life. Why? Because that's the way I was built. I don't want to change it. I'm fine with it. I sleep well at night. Well, that's not necessarily true, but it has nothing to do with that. It's the restless legs. Why not tell the truth? The first question I will ask you, and this is the hardest question I've ever had to ask anybody, was were you ever my friend? Did I ever mean anything to you? Because I will tell you this right now. If a lot of these stories that I find out that I've heard from certain people who have certain ways that they know you and wouldn't lie about these things, was I, all I was was financial to you? When I took you to the hospital, when your appendix burst, when I sat there with you, that mean anything to you? Did it mean anything to you when you came to my house and saw the paramedics taking me out because I had cut my wrists? Did I mean anything to you at that moment, or, or were you seeing a big paycheck go away? When I was the best man at your wedding, 
Did that mean anything to you? And I saved the day by getting your fucking boss, our boss, to stop from leaving after calling your mother a cunt? Risking my career. Did that mean anything to you? Did it mean anything to you? And I regret this. This is one of those regrets that I have that he doesn't even know I regret this. I regret wholeheartedly that Tommy wasn't my best man. You were my best man. And you could have been, you could have given two lesses of a shit to be my best man. And I know that. Your wife didn't even come to my fucking wedding. That obviously didn't mean anything to you. When I did my fucking triumphant return stand-up show, here's a question I have for you. Why did you and Dawn have bigger suites than I did and above me when it was my name on the marquee? If we knew each other in person, I'd be ecstatic to call you a friend. Well, thank you. It, we are. Safety safety guy, we are friends. Aaron says, love you, Arnie. Dude, that is the worst lying about friendship. If that's true, he's really the worst form of human being. First, Arnie, I can answer that piece of shit. No, you were a stepping stone for him. And to be fair, you were always the bigger man, both figuratively and physically. Gibby says, we love you, Arnie. Snake piece of shit. How was TL not your best man? Because I was Rob's best man. And, and I was not Tommy's best man. And I apologize to Tommy for it. Tommy should have been my best man. Hell, even at that time, Chris Payne could have been my best man. Flag on the play. First question should be, were you cut from that? Why were you cut from the show? Uh, oh, that's in there. That's not the first question. though. No, first question I'm hitting with is that friend one. Because I'll see what kind of truth he's going to tell. I'll see if he's being legitimate or honest. Or if he has to look over at his little butt buddy Kevin, his lawyer, and say, can I answer that? I don't want Kevin to be there. In this one-time only town hall, if you will, and if you want to get paid for it, fine. Go ahead, charge tickets. I won't take a dime from it. I'm willing to give you every true answer you ask me for. But you have to do the same. Not hiding behind lawyers, not hiding behind anybody. We'll take people's phones. They can take pictures with us in the lobby and do all that, or at least they can with me. I'm offering you a chance to make some money, to be relevant again. You don't think that fucking KCRA and Fox 40 and Mark S. Allen wouldn't want to get involved if Rob and Arnie fucking got back together? You don't think that that would be a news story and propel your show? I'm not coming back to do your show. I don't want to do your show. I think your show sucks. I think your show has no balls whatsoever. To be honest with you, if we're being honest on this show, I was stupefied at the stupid decision that they took to be on another radio station. 
I will say this about those two. At one time, they were the most professional people I ever worked with and talented beyond talent. That's why that show worked. You see, but when you break a triangle, it's no longer a triangle. It's a big void. It's either greater than or less than it was before. And I will always say this. Without that third ring of that triangle, that show is less than it ever was before. You two should be nowhere near terrestrial radio. You two morons who want to hang on to the glory days of radio don't realize that you're radio fucking mules. You're old like me. Rob, you are the exact same age to the day as me. By the way, I only have one more arrest now than he does. <laughs> um, tell the truth. What you got high from? Hmm? <laughs> Uh, Rob says the boss had no issues moving forward. Who knows if he's lying or not? Uh, we'll see about that. Um, hey, look, this is this is the funny part. He taught me something a long time ago, and he's not living up to it now. <sighs> Aside from Harrison, who's met the man, who's hung out with him, Harrison, don't listen to this. Because I know that you, you believe the truth, but okay, it, and by the way, it is the truth because it's out there. It was adjudicated in a court of law. We all think that O.J. Simpson killed his wife and Ron Goldman. We all think that. That's what's called the court of public opinion, okay? Now, he was found innocent, not guilty, acquitted. So nobody can say that O.J. killed his wife. We all can think it. Perception is reality. And if the news people, if you start fucking them over, and they don't like radio people to begin with, they can change the perception of reality on this. If you no-quote them or keep sending them back to the show, I I hate to be doing your job for you here, Rob, because I know that you're probably listening right now. But they're going to turn on you. You're not Joe Biden yet. And by the way, the media's going to turn on him too. The media's going to turn on you, and they're going to expose you. And then what are you going to hide behind? See, I'm giving you an opportunity here. Have a nice town hall with me. You want to put me in a cage? Okay, put me in a cage. I just want some truths. That's all. And I will ask you, did your wife whoop your ass because you used a hard R ending? Uh, Guy writes, let us tell him to cut ties to Rob. He's a danger to his community, drunk driving everywhere. He's going to keep doing this until he finally does hit someone. That's who he looks like, Rob, is Joe Biden. Uh, 
He's a narcissist. There will always be someone to blame. He will never tell the truth. Walt Gray needs to do a 48 hours type of story on Mr. Williams. Fuck, don't let Walt Gray do it. Fuck it up. Come on. I know Walt. Walt's a nice guy. Walt's wife's a nice woman. Used to do weather on our show. Um, I know Mark. Mark hasn't talked to me in a while. I don't know why. Mark didn't never got me on the Iron Claw fucking premiere. Have I addressed everything? Because new people this is usually the time that I sign out. But I mean, I will a- a- answer any questions I can answer. Because, I, like I said, I, I want to tell you the entire truth of what happened on that February day. I want to. I want. I want it out there. Chris Hansen saw Robin Jill and said, "What are you doing here?" God says, "I'll say this: It sucks to lose a best friend, and I regret that Rob threw away his best friend. No need for you to regret it. He's the one that's got to live with it. <clears throat> He's the guy who got to realize that there's nobody out there who would ever go to the links I would for him. Nobody. Not even him." <laughs> As much as you think, I was far more, I, I didn't just, look, here's the thing. Maybe one of the reasons why I was not a part of the show anymore is because I challenged him sometimes. Maybe he didn't like that. And it wasn't often. It wasn't often at all. But every once in a while. I hope this boosts your show to such a, a so much at his expense. I do too. So are there certain things? Yes. No, it's okay, Andy. Yeah, hey, Andy, it's quite all right. No, there are certain things I can't talk about. Well, at least I don't think I can talk about. And and by the way, I'm not going to talk about them here. I'm going to do a show. I'm going to get paid for it. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm still. I, I got to get paid for something. But yes, and I plan on telling the entire story. When he loses everything and is only because only a podcaster, you think you'll still claim to be number one? Oh, absolutely. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Swoosh, as much as we don't like them, if he were able to go online and do the show that he's capable of doing, look, this is a person who I had a lot of very <laughs> – I'm just going to keep going, by the way. I don't care. It's over the time limit. Whatever. I don't have a time limit. I'm the boss. Um, Rob, I know you. Do you not realize that? Do you not realize that I listened? You were the one who taught me the difference between a listener and a hearer. Listening is a verb. Hearing can be a verb, but hearing's really not. But listening's a verb, meaning you have to participate. You have to listen. I listen to you. I know what you're made up of. And this this reinvention of yourself like you're fucking Madonna. Every few years you go through this weird fucking thing. You you were Mr. Rolex guy for a while. And then you started wearing weird fubu shit when you got married to the 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 the, the, the Muhammad Ali. That was funny on so many levels. <laughs> Once again, doing the show for myself. Um, I 
remember the jokes that you used to tell with me. You don't think, oh, I know he won't say, he wouldn't say shit if he had a mouth full of it. Our old engineer, Bob. Bob was his instructor. Bob was, uh, Rob was Bob's golden goose at the college, at Ohlone College, who had a radio program. Bob is the one who built our studio. Bob, Bob, Bob's a great guy. But Bob is quite a liberal. And I remember when Bob would come to town to visit us when we were a country station. Ask Blasters, and she's a boxer. No, she's black. Um, yeah, you should call in to Mikey Friday to talk about this more. I'll, I'll, I'll actually reach out to Mikey. Maybe, maybe we'll do a show Friday night. Um, I know the jokes that you told, and you had him tell me, or had me tell him, because you laughed at him. I'm sure that your boxing bride would not like the jokes that you told before. I remember the trip when you came with me to Texas to meet my friends, and you laughing incessantly when one of my friends called somebody such a bad term on television that you almost fell off the couch laughing. I remember it. I was there. But this reinvention of yourself, you know, from loyal friend to complete asshole to lying complete asshole now, you're not Madonna, dude. You're not that talented. I hate to tell you this, Rob. You weren't that funny. I was the funny one. And, and I don't say that to, to boost my... I say that out of a pride place. I work hard on it. That's the way my mind works. Your mind doesn't work that way. Now, are you an entertaining guy? Absolutely. Are you a guy who knows what he's doing? Well, for sure. Can't take that away from you. But you ain't that funny. I'll give you a prime example. Prime example. It's on YouTube. You can look it up. And I've, I know I've told this story before. Didn't even have to set me up for this. And it was the movie phone guy. The movie phone bit is one of my all-time favorite bits that we did because I had wanted to do it. And I never shared anything off the air with them. Like what the bits that were going through my mind. If you haven't seen it, I'd I recommend you go to YouTube, type in the old show's name, Movie Phone Guy. And I have it going, and I am the pulse and the heartbeat of the entire beat. I'm doing the Movie Phone Guy voice real loud. I said, what's it like to be his neighbor? And then all of a sudden, at the very, very end, Rob jumps in and tries to do the voice and makes it a sexual thing. He goes blue right away. My whole thing was not blue leading up to that. And I'm the bluest comedian there is. But we were on the radio. And it, at the time, we all got off the air and we were laughing and having a great time. Looking back on it was, it's called parody. He parodied me. 
And he'll probably take the credit for that bit, even though it was my bit. He had no idea I was doing it. I'm proud of that one. That was one of my all-time favorite ones. My 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 second all-time favorite. I, I, I do keep a lot of these in my brain just because it makes me feel good. My third all-time favorite. We'll do that one first. Is when we got recognized in a in a national um, radio spot that they used to have these services that would send you news stories and they would send you bits like the. You know, the War of the Roses, which, by the way, on radio stations, that's all recorded. They can't do, oh, by the way, new people, new people listening, I do actual crank calls on this show. I crank called the Make-A-Wish Foundation and asked for my son because his biggest wish was to run a plantation. And they're looking into it. Um, But this was at the very beginning of our time in Sacramento, and people didn't like us. And I'll never forget this bit went national, and it got played on a few stations. Um, somebody called the show because, once again, I have a terrible radio voice, and I have a very high-pitched voice compared to, you know, radio announcers who have more bass. I have more tenor and treble in my voice. Um, but a guy called the show and says, oh, I'm just wondering, when are Arnie's balls going to drop? And I didn't miss a beat. I said, well... They did last night on your mom's chin. I mean, this is a long time ago. This is 20, almost 30 years ago I said this. And it made national things. So that was it. But my, my second favorite line that I ever did, second greatest line I ever did, and it got delayed because Vader was no longer our censor. We had the wart who I couldn't stand because that guy sucked. Uh, Mr. J says, got to go, Arnie. Thanks for a great show. I'll be back tomorrow. Well, you know, tune in. Uh, look, look, look up later on Arnie Radio, depending on how long, much longer we're going to go. Um, was the STDs in the military. <laughs> did her part. Dickhead did his part. Went back to her, and then it came to me to take us to commercials. And I said, what are you guys talking about? Did you guys haven't known there were VD was running rampant in the military? Uh, no. I, how do you know? I said, well, my sister was such a slut, she wanted to be stationed at Fort Dix. Fort Dix is an actual military base, and it's spelled D-I-X. And it was delayed. I will say the only thing the only thing Rob ever did for me was keep me out of prison. Because when that guy delayed that, we went off the air. My headphones were thrown on the ground. I pretty much ran over <laughs> to get to the door because I was going to beat that kid to death. And Rob got to the door before me. So let me handle it. So that's the one thing you don't, don't fuck up my shit on the show. Mm-mm-mm. She is a wallowing STD. I bet he choked on your balls when he said that. But see, that's what that show was. That and and that show allowed me to gain and, and get the confidence and, and the swagger that I, I learned from that show. I learned so much I mean the show's great. I can't say anything bad about when I was on the show. I loved it. Best time of my life. Fucking phenomenal. Until now. Now is the best time of my life because I don't have to be I don't have to be around bullshit people. People I associate now with. They're solid people. 
it was quite a hike if you had to go around her. This is the, once again, about 30 years ago. She wasn't quite the rotund beast that she is now. She's like, look, this is the way I look at Dawn. Dawn, if you're listening, hon, this is the way I look at you. We first started with you. Have y'all seen these these awesome videos? I love nature videos now. I'm finding I like it best when nature attacks each other. That's kind of I watched a couple of giraffes fight. You know they use their necks as weapons. That's pretty fucking badass. A giraffe. If you get hit with a giraffe neck, boy, you are fucking done. This one giraffe took out this other giraffe by hitting it in the gut a few times. But I like the cute videos too. And to me, in this world, there is nothing cuter than a baby hippopotamus. And back when we first started, Dawn was a baby hippopotamus. She was not not quite as cute in the face, but she was she was she was chubby. She was you know, but man, oh man, she was cute. She was easy to get along with. You love playing around with her. And then she grew into the fucking rotund beast that she is today. By the way, somebody sent me, I think it was Alicia that sent this to me, that that, that we all know that this is the, one of the most true statements that can ever be uh, uttered in the world. Um, a reminder, Colombia shouldn't have a hippo problem. They're about to put down Escobar's hippos. Dawn, run! <laughs> I hope I have her throwing up today. Oh, gosh. She was depicted as a stick figure with boobs. Exactly. When I was a kid, I remember Dawn on your uh, guys' shirt when you first came to town. I admit Dawn was slim and attractive back in 2000. I wouldn't say slim. I wouldn't say that. I'd beat the shit out of a draft. LOL, just kidding. Have a great day, ass family. Going to visit my Nona in Grass Valley Hospital. She had a stroke, not looking good, 92. I uh, asked all the nurses to take her mask off when you're in the room. Okay. That's why she married a zookeeper. Bingo. Oh, by the way, by, real quick story. Uh, I'm, I'm going to end it with this story here. Back in the Dizay. When, uh, when the zookeeper... We knew the zookeeper a long time before... He and Don got together. Did baby hippo? Not to, not to my knowledge, eh, Aaron. Uh, my favorite line of yours was when the sow was gushing over a cold pizza that Dum Dum brought her back from New York. You asked her what it tasted like when she threw it back up. I can't believe I would say something like that. Um. Oh, God damn it. Which story was I telling you? Oh, 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 I know which one. So, uh, I don't know his name, Gary. Um, Gary used to, we, <laughs> see, the asshole persona started even before dawn because we had official food and drink getters for our show. Now, we would give them CDs or maybe some T-shirts if we had them. But every week, people had an assigned day to bring us either Starbucks or bagels or McDonald's. Why? Well, we're assholes. And Gary was one of those people. Now, we knew Gary. Gary had listened for a long, long time. This is back in Reno. And Gary was 
the nicest person that you'll ever meet. Just such a gem. And he hung out, went to our Monday night footballs, did all kinds of stuff, you know. And then we moved to Sacramento. He got moved to Sacramento. We would see him at our events. We're like, oh, that's awesome. Well, I never knew this, but he had the hots for Dawn. Now, Gary and I talked a lot more than Robin did, but until they found out they were both bowlers, and then they became, like, you know, bosom buddies because they were bowling. And I didn't participate in that garbage. Uh, tell the truth, Gary owed a lot of money to the mob, and he had to marry the sow to clear his marker. I wish that were the case. Um, I remember Rob had to go to Dawn and say, hey, this guy really likes you. And Dawn was not attracted to him. Dawn didn't want anything to do with it. It was, it was Rob who talked her into it. Now, I'll give him credit. And lo and behold, they've been married forever. God bless them. But I'll never, ever forget when we told the story about when they got engaged. I had such a, an amazing line that day. And the best part is she didn't get it. She did not get it, and that's what made that that's what made the bit even funnier. Um, Don comes on the air and hey, take me a spot, and, and he got down on his knees, and yeah, we we got engaged. Oh my God, I'm gonna get married. Okay, and we had joked because they'd been dating that he was a a zookeeper. And I said, Dawn, what are you going to do about your last name? And she didn't know what I meant. She's like, huh? What do you mean? I mean, I said, well, his last name is Key. And when I said his last name is Key, Rob hit the floor. I'm not kidding. Rob actually fell down. He was actually laughing so hard. And she goes, huh? His last name isn't Key. Dawn Key. And we were laughing so hard we had to go to commercial. She never got it on the air. She got it off the air after we went to commercial because we were laughing so hard. By the way, you're welcome for that bit, that show. I gave you that. Once again, from this brain. Now, you can you you can you can hide behind your little legal papers and go, huh, whatever you brought to the show is now owned by the show. Okay, that's great. Just know that you didn't have the talent to do it. I did. And I did it. And I don't want any residuals from it. I don't want anything like that. I just want a little bit more credit than being a fucking photo booth. All right. I've told you guys far too much. I, I, I haven't taken a break yet today. Holy shit. Three hours and 30 minutes of me straight. <laughs> Catch and release. Yeah. Yeah, I remember she would say that. And I remember I I can't. That, that's, that, that's like shooting fish in a barrel when she says, eh, I was a catch. <laughs> and I remember the first time I said, and release. Once again, Rob on the floor. But I did that because it was my job, and I wanted to entertain you guys. Hopefully, I entertained you guys this morning. We'll find out as much, much, much more we can when all this fucking settles. 
Um, thank you, everybody, for being here today. I do appreciate it. Uh, the phone number is 775-357-FANS. The website is arnieradio.com. You can write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. So until tomorrow where we go back to being normal or as normal as possible, depending on how red it is today, um, y'all have a fantastic show. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, as family, one more song. Adios, everybody. I'm drinking champagne, feeling no pain till early morning or at the station. And dancing with every pretty girl I can find I'm having a fling with a pretty young thing Till early morning Knowing tomorrow I'll wake up with you on my mind Guilty conscience I guess Though I Must confess I never Loved you much When you were mine So I'll keep drinking champagne And feeling no pain Till early morning Dining and dancing With every pretty girl
There's three gods in Texas. The Almighty Self, Arnie, and George Strait. You just met one of them. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.